0: Uh, Hello, beautiful people. It is a ho-ho, run-of-the-mill, standard Wednesday, September 7th, 2022, and this sports show shall begin right now football is here. Football is alive. Football is obviously what this show talks about most because that is what you would turn in to this show for. Mm-hmm. Now we can talk about other things during the off season and try to figure out what the fuck litigation is and grand juries are and indictments <laughs> are sure. and ham sandwiches. What did they do? Bye. Who knows? Got to go to court and there's a lot of contracts and new places and faces. But we are just one day away from NFL kickoff. Woo! Hey! Let's enjoy the hell out of that. College football has already had an electrifying start. It feels like it is the greatest time to be alive, and it is the greatest time to be alive, especially when I get a chance to do this every single Monday through Friday at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee Show. Noon, to 3 Ish. Yeah. E-S-T. That will never change. That is something that I will never give up. That is something that I cherish. This is a day job that other people would you know, dream to have. And speaking to other people, that was me whenever I was playing in the, in the league. When I was doing other things, I wanted to do this. I wanted to bullshit about sports with my friends. And somehow, we've been able to turn this into a profession. I don't understand how. I don't understand why. The show is very stupid. It's dumb. We're a bunch of sports stooges. But we at least try to keep it light on a daily basis and hopefully give people a mental vacation. It has turned into something that I am passionate about and love more than any other chapter in the rest of my entire life. I will never ever sacrifice this show for anything this show will always be free for people and every conversation and decision that I have to make revolves around the energy that I have to perform this particular show with this great group of people the toxic tables here at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor one half of the hammer Don Cowboys Tony Diggs is here and yet again like he will be all season live in studio a man who's never worked out before nope. at Darius J Butler. Hey. Hey, Yes. That good uh, D-Buck came into our rack <laughs> yeah. uh, Lifted Did some presses of some sort Military of, press military, military press of mm. some sort Then went to the racket And boom Boom, boom. Like oh, a, On the internet You see weights <laughs> fall off The whole thing What a mark Just happened Fucking about 20 minutes ago song, Oh clamps <laughs> We don't need clamps Because we're professionals around yeah. here God damn right Perfect form. Also we had clamps And those are somewhere in the office If you find them Would love to put sure. those It would be great to have them back Right back need on them. that uh, Darius it's great to have you here Boys it's great to have you here Everybody in the back wow. I appreciate the hell out of you On today's show We'll have Field the Beat here in about 15 minutes with Sal Capaccio and Mark Caboli. 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 Caboli? Are you sure? It's Caboli, dude. Sure it doesn't. I don't like what he's up to.
1: Me neither. Yeah.
0: Sal Capaccio, obviously, Buffalo Bills beat writer. They play tomorrow night. Try to get a Rams. Uh, beat writer couldn't find anybody huh, yeah. busy day can't get on the day's schedule is difficult for everybody we understand that we appreciate anybody that takes time to do so Marco Bolli said hey anytime you need me I'm fucking on <laughs> That's right. so right. we'll talk to Marco Boley and then we have Kay Adams who's up in Adams show yeah. debuted on FanDuel TV just yesterday day two today had a litany of guests including Darius who fucking crushed Whoa. it on there <laughs> that show's very good oh yeah that show. show's gonna do very very well on FanDuel TV they should all be very proud of that
2: there
3: yeah,
0: we go, go FanDuel TV Congratulations, to Kay, on finding a, land, uh, a home that she's going to crush. And a TV for happening. So when I let off the show, I talked about how much I love this particular show, mm-hmm. and I love that we have the opportunity to do this. Will we be able to do this forever? No, uh, not because well, probably not. Not because the boys aren't talented. Uh, not because people, everybody, will stop listening and stop watching. Which people should have already done that already. Sure, I, I don't sure. know if that's going to mm-hmm. take place. Definitely. But because I'm going to run out. Like I know that, so this show will probably survive the boys without me in here. And now there's no end in sight. We're talking three, four, five, six, ten years, what? whatever the case. Man. But I'm not going to be able to do this for the rest of my life, mostly because we've all seen me. I get sick of me so much. I will be sick of hearing my voice every single day the way it goes. So anytime there's any opportunities to do anything outside of this show, I always look at them. I'm always interested, and I represent myself. So the conversations are always something nice to kind of learn about. When I got to start doing uh, business with the WWE, it was. Fun. Fucking amazing getting to chat with them learn about their business learn about how they go about doing their things i think i've gotten a chance to take some stuff from the wwe apply it to this business make us better and the people at wwe are proud of us for doing it and are willing to help and do everything it's like everybody i've ever worked with i've had the opportunity to learn from grow from and experience life that i've never thought i could experience when i retired from the nfl went to barstool What an incredibly lucky opportunity for all of us, for me, to get a chance to learn from the people that have been doing it on the internet for a very, very long time, how they go about doing their business, what works, what doesn't work for me. I got a chance to kind of experience it all. Bob and Tom, whenever I was in the league, I got a chance to do their show on a weekly basis from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every single Tuesday, nationally syndicated radio show. I got to see how they operate, how they put their show together. I'm just like incredibly incredibly fortunate to be able to live and do the shit that I do and learn from the people that I get to learn from. You can go back. I got to learn from fucking Adam Vinatieri on how to be a punter, a ball kicker in the NFL. It's just, I am a lucky fucking human. I know that. I'm trying to enjoy it as much as possible. I'm living the dumbest life possible. I think I work my ass off. So I think, you know, hopefully karma does come around a little bit. And if I didn't work my ass off, Tim and Sally McAfee would be embarrassed. But I think everything that happens to me i always have to think back to what this show is how this show goes and what the future means for this show so when wwe comes and they offer smackdown we go and get a house in Tampa Bay, we built a studio in the living room so that we can do the show live from Tampa every single week whenever I go in to do the Thunderdome. Now, we had like 130-some thousand concurrents happening at one point, live in a living room in Tampa Bay <laughs> that Zito put together. There was 400 wires running oh around, my gosh. three cameras, <laughs> yeah. and we had 130-some thousand people watching on the Draft Spectacular, and we broke, I don't know, like four or five different sets of news sure. just doing that. That is how we have always rolled around here. How do we continue to do the show while also experiencing other things that nobody really should deserve to have the opportunity to experience? So whenever I got to do college game day a couple years back, we were literally doing a show out of the back of a box truck a couple different times. We continued to move. I flew on six flights a week doing college game day. I was doing Thursday night football for them. I was doing Monday get up. I always got a chance to experience what the ESPN life is like. And ultimately, at the end of my run with college game day, at the end of my appearances that were paid for, we decided like, hey, don't know if now is the right time. Don't know if this is the right business. Don't know if it's the right time for my life, for the show, for their show. Didn't really know if it was the perfect fit. So Jimmy Pitaro and I have been in contact ever since. Now, we sat in his suite for the national championship oh, yeah. game here in Indianapolis. He was very kind to let us in there. Good food. Great food. Mm. Hey, that suite had good food. I can yeah. imagine. That suite, much different food than the suite that I know Apples. Now that I'm thinking found about it. I mean, I just kind of, I didn't expect to put that in this whole AJ huh.
4: only eats cheese, cheese cubes, found that out.
0: Yeah, well, sometimes, depends on the day. (laughs) Of course. You know, that he would do his entire thing. But Jimmy Pataro and I have remained in contact and conversation, trying to figure out what works and how it works. The Omaha Productions uh, offer came to simulcast six games. That's still happening, I do believe, unless there is some changes, but I do believe that is still happening. Haven't talked to the Omaha folks since this This has been announced. Last night at 11 p.m. Thanks, Marshawn. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, at least give me the morning. I mean, Jesus Christ, 11 p.m. I mean, what... how, how am I supposed to sleep, Marshawn, Whenever you you're not when you light up my man. phone at 11 p.m. I mean, do you care about my well-being? Nope. You don't. No. No. I mean, it was obviously massive news. I'm honored to have the news broke. But Jimmy Pataro and I have been in contact, trying to figure out how we can make something work, how we can make something bigger work. And literally, the conversations just kind of naturally fell. And last week, we got a deal done uh, for me to join College Game Day full time this season. Yeah. Uh, also, next season, it is an honor. It is a show that is an institution. It's a Saturday staple in all of our lives, from truck drivers to suits and all the people in between. Saturday morning has a routine, and it all revolves around college game day. When I got a chance to be on the show a couple times, I knew that I was, hey, I'm into TV right Mm -hmm. now. Like I've only watched the show since I was a kid. I've only seen the show in every single NFL building on every Saturday morning it's on. I couldn't believe that I had the opportunity to do it. It just didn't work out at the time to continue to do it. Now it is. Uh, I am honored and lucky to do it. With that, though, because it is Saturday morning, to make that decision really be a firm yes for me, I wanted to talk to the people from the WWE. Because obviously, I, I, I hold... My role as a SmackDown commentator as high as anything else that I do, because not only is it a dream for me since I was a little kid, but there's other little kids out there that are hopefully getting their imagination and their their goals and dreams created just like I was when I was a kid watching WWE and somebody can go on and have a, you know, bigger dreams and people that are around them could ever fathom or people the city where they're from could ever understand i think wwe does that for kids so every time i got an opportunity to get on a microphone there i wanted to honor that so before i could agree with jimmy Pitaro to do college game day which is an institution in honor of a lifetime and in the sports world you know one of the biggest shows of all time i had to talk to the wwe first and see what their thoughts were I was thinking about maybe doing both. How do I go about doing? I did it one time whenever SmackDown was in Buffalo, and there was a plane that was stuck in the Middle East, and they weren't able to get back. So Triple H actually called me, who's in charge of creative now. Triple H called me and was like, hey, can you get to Buffalo to do SmackDown? Because we don't have anybody, basically. And I had college game day the next morning in Memphis. So Jim Ursay, this is my joke of my life. Jim Ursay gave me his fucking jet to fly to Buffalo, then the game day in Memphis the next morning. I was on like two hours asleep but it was accomplishable so the original thought for me was i could do smackdown and game day i could do it the folks at the wwe who i have nothing but love respect and appreciation for i'm talking old regime new regime whoever you think is in charge over there i have nothing but great feelings towards so i reach out to them i chit chat with them they actually were the ones that said Hey, man, if you're going to do game day, which is great opportunity, congratulations. We're actually... You know, I think WWE has been a part of Game Day a few different times. Mm-hmm. We love the show. You cannot be traveling overnight for the entirety of the season. Yeah. It's not good for your health. It's not good for your family. It's not good for anything. Whenever the time is right, we will have you we'll definitely be back in our family. So SmackDown will be on hold for a little bit. Me commentating while I do College Game Day. I'm still very much in the WWE family, and as one OG in the WWE said uh, to me in a message, I was very heartfelt. Said, "Hey, now one." Of our guys is on college game day. So I'm still very much a part of the WWE family. We'll still very much be doing things. But for the good of college football, And for the good of the opportunity that is in front of me right now, I'll be focusing on college game days on Saturdays, this show Monday through Fridays, then Sunday I'll be attempting to watch all NFL games, and (laughs) then this will be the greatest football season of all time. I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful. It only happens because all you motherfuckers that watch and follow along, I'm very, very thankful. And to all the boys, all your hard work, anything that I get to do is a literally a reflection of fucking everything that you guys have accomplished so i appreciate everybody it's a huge day got a haircut for tv hell yeah looks <laughs> good. Good. i was gonna grow that thing out you know i was gonna grow that thing out sure. because in wwe you wear headphones so i could just yeah. fucking i can put take a little poof and just take yeah. it back and nobody would know that i'm growing my hair out but with game day that shit's gonna get nasty got my haircut this morning from the back porch barber and uh I can't wait for Austin, Texas this Saturday. Hell yeah. I can't wait to get back in front of their crowd. I can't wait to get back chatting about college football this morning. Now, I watch College Game Day every Saturday, so I know the high level zoomed out stories of basically everything and everybody. We cover a lot of the media. Tom Diggs, though, is in the the weeds of college football. (laughs) Had a full hour long class this morning. Learning about who transferred where, who had great history where, what coaching lineage is where. I'm Mm. trying to become as sharp as a tool as I could possibly become. And a lot of people did call me a tool on the internet, so that wasn't on purpose saying Mm. I'm going to become a sharpest tool, but it's still going to be a tool in a lot of people's eyes. I'm going to try my best to be an additive to a show that has won 32 Emmys or something like that since 2003 it is an honor it is a blast and this show shall go on uh i might be live on friday someplace. oh really i believe that's in the middle of conversations as well yeah there might be a little bit of that going on it's kind of all you know the combos between me and paisan jimmy pataro sure first time i met him by the way i had no idea who the fuck he was who's jimmy (laughs) pataro for the people that don't know So he's 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 the ESPN top Top dog. He's the head guy at ESPN. So like you know, it's been well documented that my relationship with middle management is not fantastic. (laughs) Nope. Okay, it is pretty well documented Mm -hmm. that I I do not. So there has been some situations in the past at ESPN because I was in games, I was in studio show, I was doing game. So there's a lot of different departments at ESPN. ESPN is like. 50 departments because of how big it is. And you know, it's been around a long time. It started as guys drinking beers, running highlights. Mm-hmm. Now it's become but, this conglomerate yeah. that is, you know, remarkable, but it's a lot of different. So I would, if I had a situation with somebody, you know, in a thing where that something was said or something was saying and I didn't like it, my natural reaction is, I'll oh, fuck off. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say it, you know, maybe in that fashion, but it would certainly get my point across like, hey, Okay, that ain't going to happen. Like, we, that ain't, that ain't how this is going to go. So I think Jimmy got these messages from like four or five different things, uh, departments, and was like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, like, who is this Pat McAfee guy who seems to just say, nah, not going to do that. Nah, don't want to do that. Hmm, That doesn't sound like something I would ever do. So I'm so sorry, not going to do that. So we actually have become pretty good I think he's gotten a chance to kind of understand who I uh-huh. am. I've gotten a chance to understand who he is. I've gotten a chance to understand ESPN as a whole a little bit more uh, from his through the conversations with him. And I'm very grateful for him keeping in touch. Never given up on me, I think, you know? Yeah. Could have very easily given up on a relationship with me because of, you know, the multiple things that have happened. They had people, ESPN at one point banned their employees from coming on this show. Uh-huh. That's right. That's what it got to at one point with me and ESPN. Trendy. Banned them from. <laughs> so me and Jimmy, <clears throat> since those moments, have become, you know, pretty, pretty cordial, like pretty good friends. I was offered U.S. Open tickets. Oh yeah, wow. That's right. I don't know if that was like kind of the- that's close. a big deal. Also, I know that yeah. was kind of like to hey, let's close this deal. You yeah. want to go see what day yeah. was it on? You want to go see this uh, Nick Kiergos guy just lose his fucking mind <laughs> <Yeah>. every <laughs> single. Sorry, this guy's an emotional roller coaster. Oh yeah, I don't know how he survives. Maniac, yeah. He, I don't know, he's, he's going to, they need to check that guy's heart, by the what? way. Yeah. I've been diving into it. But yes, I'm very thankful for Jimmy Pitaro be getting his deal done. Very thankful to join the College Day squad. And Marshawn, thanks for, you know, leaking at 11 o'clock at night last night. Yeah. And I didn't fucking sleep. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be lacking sleep anyways.
2: Yeah, exactly. All season. Right. You're kind of
0: a- uh, but thank you to the WWE family. Thank you to everybody. And, uh, yeah, let's have a fucking show. Yeah, let's go. Big yeah, fucking mean, deal, awesome. man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thank you, That's right. awesome. I appreciate
5: match, it. Match made in heaven, right? I can't wait to see you interact with the, with the crowd. Because obviously they do a lot, and it's kind of like almost a studio show mm-hmm. in front of the crowd. But you interacting with that crowd is going to be dope.
0: Well, I think, Darius, like I have too much ADD. So if I see a crowd of people sitting right here, mm-hmm. and I even get, like, a, a sense that they're getting bored. It's really hard if I have access to a you know, to a whole thing <laughs> mm-hmm. not to uh-huh. be like, Oh, let's bring these people back yeah, to the lights a little bit. Up. But that's not always good. And I think I think from the last time I was on game day to now getting an opportunity to go full time, I've been with the WWE, right? I've been with the WWE <laughs> mm-hmm. through it. And the WWE, crowd control, crowd interaction, mm-hmm. everything yes. like that is top tier, top level. I've gotten to watch some real motherfuckers work on a microphone now. Like watching Paul Heyman work a microphone in front of an arena, like that's a game changer. Yeah. That, that changes, like changes how you operate. When's good. How can he be an additive to the show as opposed to just being the show in there? Because I was just getting like little 30 second hits, 45 second hits, and I'm like, well, if I'm only getting 45 seconds, like these motherfuckers are going to remember these 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I feel like I have a much better understanding of like, I think the WWE was like, Almost a master's class, yeah, setting me up for college game day it's oh, all it's like a perfect fucking storm it's coming at the perfect time, and I'm really excited to see how it all evolves, you know well, I
1: think what we do too, right, because it's like you know a big part of college game day is an institution, it is you know like something that has been just so consistent ever since i've been alive, but like something that you do so well that I think people assume that anyone who's on t v can do well is like spontaneity and being able to just kind of like think on your feet and do something and not be worrying about like, Oh, should I do this? Like, no, I might look like an asshole. I might look like an idiot. Like you don't have any, of that I always look like- <laughs> because we, you know, and, and people say whatever they want, but we really do come in here with other than a single sheet of paper, like, we're not talking about like oh we're going to talk about this first then we're going to talk about this then we're going to talk about this like it's kind of like hey we're going to go in there and either we're going to sink or swim and most oh, of the time man. you're fucking swimming and that is something that college oh, We game... have sunk though a few times. Sure. Yeah, but <laughs> sure. we're still here. Hey, we're hey. hey, here, hey. So. I mean, we found but, you know, we found but the, but that is something that like college game day can benefit from because you know whatever you want to say about it people say it's you know if they want to say it's stale or whatever that's not true it's just it's the same format you're doing the same thing weekend week out and you have the same cast of characters so when you have someone who can come in and just be a fucking lightning rod like that changes the whole dynamic of the show it's going to be awesome i hope so there's going to be people that anytime like oh.
0: anytime i get introduced to a new audience and i mean we have 10 million people watching every month that's on youtube lot. that's yeah, just on so. youtube that's just on youtube so who knows what twitter is who knows what numbers are real so i mean we can dive into that analytics mm-hmm. right now if you want to but it's supposed to be a positive day all numbers are bullshit, but mm-hmm. if all numbers are on the same bullshit scale, then if we're all wrong, we're all right. Exactly. Right. If we're all wrong, <laughs> we're all right. right. I've heard that in numerous <laughs> football meetings. So, like, we get we have a lot of people that you know watch this show for whatever reason. We don't really market this show much, though. No. Nah. So people normally fall to this show, or they find us on Twitter or through another thing, and then they start following mm-hmm. along. Anytime I get put mm-hmm. in front of somebody else's audience that is big. There's going to be some blow. I mean, there's going to be some people that hate. I'm going to have to dive back into this. I'm going to have to dive back into the... I have a pretty kumbaya life on the Internet. And then this Saturday, oh, if I just so happen to give a... You know, prediction about somebody's team and probably getting fucking blown out. Oh, it's gonna turn ugly on Twitter. I'm gonna to have to mute a lot of words. I'm gonna to have to start quieting a lot of things because it can't change the vibes of this show. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what game day is all about good vibes as well as good content. And I'm lucky to be a part of it. Speaking of good content good way, and good over. vibes, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a segment that we have run now. D but four weeks straight. Holy Long shit time for the show. We have never done something like never. this before. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to feel the
3: beat. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Hey,
0: I think today was our best day of feeling the beat. Sure. Right? Uh-huh. Pretty sure. good. That was cool. awesome. That was, that was pretty buddy. good. I'm really proud of us. There's somebody listening right now for the first time who is probably an <laughs> average college football fan and said, oh, that's what I got to look <laughs> forward to. That's exactly <laughs> what I hated. Son of a bitch. Joining us now uh, is a feel to Beat regular at this point. Mm-hmm. He's a beat writer for the Buffalo Bills. A true Buffalodian, brother. Hell yeah. You can follow Matt Sal Sports. He's the host of the Extra Point Show, 10 at noon a.m. on WGR 550, absolute weapon of a human, Paisano Sal Capoccio. Yeah,
3: What's up, boys?
7: I love feel the beat. I'm actually a drummer myself. Getting ready for Ozzy tomorrow night at halftime. So Hell it's gonna yeah! Be wild. I'm going to be air drumming on the sidelines. It's going to be great.
0: Hey, are you uh, are you you spin the sticks and do the whole or are you uh, yeah, you lose your mind? We yeah. should have known that, Sal, with the way you bring the energy. Uh-huh.
7: Pump. Yeah, you know it, right? I mean, I actually wish I would have played some more um, instruments when I was growing up, but I've always been a drummer. But, yeah, I can spin it a little, little bit. Uh, love getting into it. So, yeah, Ozzy's in my wheelhouse tomorrow. It's going to be fun out so safe.
0: Sal, I think you're the only one. Ozzy being announced as a halftime performance was very alarming and surprising to all of us. He still got it, Sal? He still, Ozzy still got it, yeah? I don't know if he still has it. It's the that it matters. Oh, you're right. It's, it's like true. a trip back. It's a trip back in time with the Prince of Darkness. Can't wait to watch it. Sal, maybe his drummer, huh? COVID something, no, don't want him or her to die, no. don't want anything like, what if, yeah, get stuck in traffic, because you know how LA be, mm-hmm. and you know, they need um, a drummer, Sal, will you go in there?
7: Oh, I'll sit in. go oh,
0: oh, Bring me on,
7: Ozzy, here we go, baby, I'll do it, I'll get on stage, I'll uh, rock it out, let's do it.
0: You look awesome right now, handheld microphone, uh, in a hotel it appears, with a uh, palm trees I in am. Bed. I am here at the hotel in LA, guys. Got palm trees. I,
7: I left Buffalo. I'm in Palm Trees. Got the got the pool down here a little bit. Uh, got a camera! Camera wow, person! That, my brother is here with me. He actually came in from Oregon. He's uh here, he's going to the game tomorrow. He's holding the camera for me. I got the mic here because I want to have good audio content for you guys because you're totally yes. worth it. By the way, thanks for the love last time I was on. I really appreciate it. Brandon Bean even gave me some love and I made sure I said Thank you to him, but you guys were awesome and I really appreciate that.
0: No, Sal, you're awesome. You hired a cameraman and got a stick mic for <laughs> this. You're, you're the best Yeah, we need to have you on every time, Caboli, Sal. Let's dive right. It, in. Let's dive right into the yeah, Caboli's gonna be yeah, well, yeah. well, Ali yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. God, anyways, Koboli. See what hey. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, Sal, we appreciate you. This is why this team is Super Bowl favorites, because they got Sal Capaccio following along. Going into tomorrow. Feels like everybody's uh healthy, right? Poiriers back. We're all good. all systems go going into Thursday night football. The Buffalo Bills got to feel great about this whole thing.
7: Yeah, look, except for Tredavious White, though, right? Of course, he's been on the pup list. He hasn't practiced. He tore his ACL last Thanksgiving night. That's going to be a challenge, obviously, because, you know, the Bills have to face Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson. Now, obviously, Taron Johnson in the slot will be on Cooper Cup a lot, but that's a tough passing game to go against with two rookies, Kyer Elam and Christian Benford, who are going to be on the opposite side of Dane Jackson. But you're right. Isaiah McKenzie, Tim Settle, who I think will be a beast on this defensive line, and Jordan Poyer who obviously is an all-pro safety. The Bills are having all of those three guys. Uh, they've been practicing this week. They're ready to rock and roll on Thursday night. That's great news for them.
0: Um, when you think about Josh Allen going into this season, he's obviously gotten better every single year. He's, there's no way he got better, right? I mean, you've been watching him every single Did he get better from last year? Because I watched yesterday a 58-yard flick of the wrist to Gabe Davis <laughs> in 30-degree weather. Has he gotten better? Have you noticed anything different here uh, of Josh Allen this year?
7: You know, I don't know if the talent could get any better, right? I mean, Josh is Josh. He's one of the most talented human beings on the planet at what he does. But here's where he can be better and where he's tried to be better, actually, guys. Yards after catch. The Bills have not been very good at yards after catch um, really over the last several years. But part of that's been the design of the offense, what Brian Dable brought. They attack downfield. They have this really strong-arm quarterback. They can do that. They get the ball in certain spots where guys get down or out of bounds. But with Ken Dorsey coming in as the offensive coordinator, they've wanted to improve in that area. And that's a receiver stat and It's a Josh Allen stat. And Josh has said, I want to give my guys more opportunity to run after catch. So I think in that area, He can be and he will be better because it's something he's concentrated on this offseason to give his guys an opportunity to catch the ball and get upfield.
0: Oh, A lot of slants coming, you're saying. A lot of inside game, a little seam route. Uh, Let's talk about the seams a little bit. Dawson Knox just signs a four-year, $31 million deal, 53.6 total, uh, 31 in guarantees. He's a guy. With Cole Beasley out, is he going to have a big breakout year? I know he's a guy already, but what do you expect out of Dawson this upcoming season? And does everybody love that fucking guy? He was on this show. Yeah, Uh He was awesome.
7: (laughs) everybody everybody loves dawson knox he is truly a buffalo guy even though he's from the nashville area and you guys know the tragedy he lost his younger brother just a couple of weeks ago and he spoke at length about that to us in the media earlier this week and how much you know the outpouring of support from buffalo the punt foundation that he's a part of for pediatric cancer research raised over two hundred thousand dollars of people donating in luke's name and in dawson's name so you know that's what we do in buffalo right we take care of our own that's what makes buffalo special but as far as on the field Dawson's been a rising star he was a raw raw player at Ole Miss let's remember he went to Ole Miss as a quarterback transfer they had they transferred to um to tight end they had D.K. Metcalf and A.J. Brown they weren't throwing the ball to the tight end guys right so he came into the league raw the Bills saw something in him he's been rising he's going to be a very good player but I would say this I think this contract is more about the next several years not just this year because Isaiah McKenzie James Cook think of all the weapons the Bills have You're not going to get 100 targets for Dawson Knox. What you're going to get is a guy that they feel is going to be a really, really big part of this offense for years to come, and he's locked up for another four years after this year
0: and he's got juice right he's great for the culture i assume in buffalo and josh allen loves 100%. him anytime, oh, yeah. anytime the quarterback that you just paid what 100 some million dollars guaranteed to loves
1: a guy let's keep him around unless you're the packers ty your question for sal capaccio yeah sal uh <laughs> <laughs> the last couple years while josh allen's kind of been ascending it seems like the bills on offense at least have kind of just been missing their running back how has james cook le- uh, looked leading up to the game and Is the team and and the city kind of really expecting him to have a breakout year as well?
7: You know, we're all kind of wondering the same thing. Believe it or not,
1: they kind of haven't
7: used James Cook in the preseason that much. Now, my colleague on the radio side of things, uh, Steve Tasker, who does Buffalo Radio, you guys know, should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way, for special teams. He said something interesting. He said he thinks the Bills may have been kind of keeping James Cook on the down low a little bit so they don't show anything in the preseason. I think that could be true. We'll see. We haven't seen enough from him. When he's been in the open field in practice, I will tell you, he is electrifying. He makes people miss. Um, He makes it so effortless when he changes direction and gets upfield. I'm so interested to see how they incorporate it into the offense, guys, because they haven't really done that in the preseason, and I think there is something, too. They didn't want to show that that much.
0: You think Brandon Bean and McDermott are just lying to all of us, Sal? So, is that the
7: type of operation over there <laughs> in I don't oh. think they're lying. I think that they're just waiting to uh, – they didn't want, it, they want to be vanilla, right, as they say, and I think that that's what you're going to see from James Cook is having a more of an expanded role in the passing game, of course. Guys, Devin Singletary, he's still the main running back, and Sean McDermott loves him, so does Brandon Bean. And he's going to be the main ball carrier. You're going to see James Cook sprinkled in, in the passing game, get some carries, and maybe he forces their hand as the season goes on.
0: Yeah, that's one of those types of guys mm-hmm. who gets a ball, he's gone, and then the fans are like, oh, well, well, hey, uh, start that uh, guy. what happened with oh, the,
2: uh, What happened with that other guy there? Uh, Connor, your
0: question for Sal Caposcia.
2: Yeah, Sal, you mentioned the defense earlier. Are we going to see the same type of D-line rotation that they've had the last couple of years or with Vaughn Miller and now Russo, who I believe Poyer kind of gave us sort of the lookout for that guy, or Stefan Diggs. Excuse me, look out for that guy. Um, What do you expect from that D-line? Is that what they're going to rely on on defense this week with the uh, young corners, as you said? That's why I love coming on the show. You guys know your Buffalo Bills stuff. You know that this team relies
7: on a rotation at the defensive line. Ever since Sean McDermott's been the head coach, they rotate guys. In fact, guys, I went back and looked, the highest amount of snaps any defensive lineman, defensive end or tackle, has really had under Sean McDermott is like 64%. Kyle Williams, Jerry Hughes. But come on, you got Von Miller. He's used to playing 85, 90, 90 plus percent of snaps when he's been in Denver and with the Rams. You can't do that. You're paying him $120 million. He's here, yes, to be the closer and to get to the quarterback, you know, hopefully at the end of games like they didn't get to Patrick Mahomes. But you got to have him on the field. I I think you're going to see somewhere in between for Von Miller, which is more than what the kind of standard has been for the Bills to get him up to maybe 60, 65 percent but less than what he's maybe played in Denver and LA. I mean, they want to keep this guy fresh as the season goes on. And then you, of course you have Greg Rousseau, as you said, he's going to be on the field. The bills really did target the defensive line this off season. That was the most overhauled position on the team. Tim settle, Daquan Jones. And of course, like you said, Von Miller coming in, there's Shaq Lawson, Jordan Phillips. Oh, They're going to why? rotate, but I think Von's going to play a lot. Uh, how's Sam Martin look, look, I, we haven't seen him much guys, right? Because he hasn't been in the building that much, you know, Here's a guy, I think you could do a lot worse if you had to find a punter that quickly to get up to speed in the NFL. They didn't want to go out and get a rookie. Sure, they kept a rookie, originally Matt Ariza, and then everything happened, but he had all that time and OTAs. Oh, they needed to get a guy to get in there who's done it, who's been with other snappers, who's been with other kickers. It's the holding operation that really is the thing here for the Bills, I think, that they're more concerned about, and that's Reed Ferguson snapping, getting it down for Tyler Bass. As you know, Pat, that's, that's a big deal that everybody has to be on the same page of, and I think Sam Martin will be fine punching the ball. He punted in Denver. I mean, the weather can get pretty bad there at times. He'll so be fine in Buffalo. But it's really the holding operation, I think, that really has to be up to speed and where they want it.
0: He'll be good. Tyler Bass has a monster leg, so he'll be able yep. to figure it out. Uh, just like, you know, anytime we have Sal on, we oh, feel yeah. like we have it all figured out. Uh-huh. You are a lightning rod, my friend. You are incredible, and we can't thank you and your brother for holding the camera enough for joining <laughs> us today.
7: Yeah, thank you, guys. Always appreciate being on. It's football season. We're totally jacked up. Yeah. Big Bill's Mafia party here in L.A. tonight. It's happening. Ready to get, it, to get the season underway tomorrow. Are you emceeing that thing? So I'm going to be at the party. I'm going to be doing like a little uh, Twitter spaces, basically. I'm going to be jumping on stage, rallying the crowd a little (laughs) bit, saying hello and thanking the chapter. So I'll be a big part of it. You know me. I can't get enough
0: of that. Sal, they need to put a microphone in your hands. I would like to tell you that we are having our first ever (laughs) scheduled Twitter spaces thing tonight. So whenever you said you're going to be on Twitter spaces, we said, oh, no, Uh, strictly because we won't be able to listen. We're bummed, but everybody that's there will enjoy the hell out of it. Have fun tonight and tomorrow. We appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. Sal Kaposi. Yes, sir. (laughs) Oh, Sounds electrifying.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah how about, I best. mean, him having Carmine hold the camera, too. Carmine <laughs> Capaggio, just an absolute savant film cameraman. You can't do that. I,
0: yeah, his name is Giovanni.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was Carmine. That means Wikipedia is lying to me because yeah. I looked it up before when I was, you know, looking into Sal. It said, well, brother, Carmine. <laughs> wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. wait. You're,
2: about,
0: you're about to say mutt, which is accurate. I am. <laughs> but a part of that muttness is you see it right here. That's right. See a regular? Right. I didn't do it. 23 Immediate. Are they smart <laughs> or not? You, you tell <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, it's time to continue the Feel the
3: Beat!
0: <laughs> Joining us now is a regular of the Feel the Beat, and we didn't feel the beat as much this time because we. Cut into South's time last time, it, and he was holding a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Staying in yeah, there, so I don't want to do the same, because this guy's probably doing the same. A man who has a cameraman holding his camera right now. He has a stick microphone and all the information we could ever possibly need for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Writer for the Athletic, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Kabuli. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? Oh, What's up? Hey. Hey.
8: You don't, you, don't, you don't want to know where I'm at, do you?
0: You're at UPMC right there?
8: Yeah, and if you look probably over my shoulder, you'll see a bunch of University of Pittsburgh football players walking by me, and I know how much you enjoyed uh, those guys.
0: Oh, it was a catch! It was a catch. Tell them it was a catch. Tell them the last play was a catch. That ref got it wrong. Might have hit the ground, but he had complete control of that. We scored. No big deal. Yeah. Tell them good luck, though. Happy they won the ACC last year. Clemson's got a D-line ankle. Be able to fuck with this year. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, they put on a hell of a show. I actually, there is the building that I hit one of those. I was just talking about this the other yes. day. I hit a rollout punt into that ceiling somewhere in there, one of those rafters rattle the whole still going if that fucking roof isn't there <laughs> I, I don't have any problem at the UPMC I went to a camp in high school I think there they had a um, what was the name of that scouting group out of uh, out of Pittsburgh oh. fuck they had a camp down there I was like one of the only kickers I don't know I hit a fucking 70 of there got zero scholarship off <laughs> <laughs> anyways let's move on uh, your name's Caboli yeah whatever you
8: want it doesn't really matter Uh-oh. does it
0: I feel like you put it in your Twitter bio because of us. Is that,
8: is that true? No, no. You know what? Uh, that's because, not because of you guys. I did that a long time ago because my uncle always gets mad when they pronounce my name wrong and I really don't care. So Unc. instead of hearing his crap, <laughs> uh, I just uh, put it on there so I don't have to answer to him anymore.
0: What's Unc's name? Ah, who
8: knows? He he, talk, he talks a lot of gibberish, so I oh, try not right. to pay attention very much, but...
0: Uh, so Uncle Caboli is <laughs> not happy about the Kaboli references.
8: Yeah, yeah. Uncle. Uncle Gary. Uncle Gary. Oh gee.
0: Uncle Gary. Gary Kaboli. <laughs> uh Gary is proud of his nephew, Mark Kaboli. Yeah. And uh we are too. So it's all been settled over there. Mitchell Trubisky, starting quarterback, Kenny Pickett, number two. Although he was number three clerical, where cutting paste component was obviously wrong component. for the B. was that you did you post that and uh is this exactly what we expected i think so right mark
8: what the, the cut and paste component or or the mitch trubisky
0: the mitch trubisky <laughs> kenny pickett mason rudolph kind of what we expected right so whenever that was did we ever expect kenny pickett to be third so when that cut and paste component happens that was a more of a surprise to everybody right or no was i wrong in
8: that? oh yeah it, it was a lot to do with the cut-and-paste component, including the head PR guy being about 30,000 feet in the air at the time. So oh, uh, he wasn't able to make yeah. the correction Bert, until on, late. Bert. So oh, that's no. what happened there. So that's why it took 19 and a half hours to make it correct. But, yeah, that, I mean, there was always going to be Mitch Trubisky. And you've even looked back to October of last year, guys, where Tomlin said he wanted – he didn't want to go with a rookie quarterback. He wanted to be a veteran – quarterback and he always talking about he wanted to be a more mobile guy he was giving us hints all the way back into October the new quarterback that he wanted but then when we got here with Pickett they were playing the game probably just to you know uh, give Pickett something to shoot for a little carrot or so but it was never going to be anybody but Trubisky to start the season now I don't know where it's going to go from here I would assume Pickett will eventually get the chance but it was going to always be Trubisky. I mean, nobody else really even had a shot.
0: Fascinating question was posed on First Take today. Who gets benched first, Trubisky or Trey Lance? What do you think? What do you, what, now, you don't have to get into Trey Lance. I don't know if you know that situation. I
3: don't,
8: I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think anything. First of all, I mean, that's not Mike Tomlin's style, man. He's not going to pull the... He's not going to have that leash about this big, let me tell you that. He's going to let Trubisky play as long as he can. There's going to have to be multiple games of him struggling. There's going to have to be multiple practices where he struggles. And there's going to have to be an elevation of uh, Pickett's play for him to do that. I mean, if he had everything worked out how he wanted to work it out, he would have Trubisky play the entire season. But like we said, that's probably not really likely to happen. So I I don't see a couple interceptions, a couple bad games, and Trubisky's on the bench. It's just not the way Mike Tomlin goes about things. So uh, I could see late in the year maybe, uh, or if Trubisky gets hurt, that's probably the only chances – Pickett goes in. I don't think there's gonna be a case where it's gonna be poor play on Trubisky that gets him yanked.
0: Uncle Gary and the Enzer is gonna get loud though. Hey.
3: They're um, gonna
8: they, get loud. They don't like me when I talk bad about Pickett. And I'm not even talking bad. <laughs> I mean he's he's the future here, but he's not the present.
0: Well, you see you kinda of dunked on him. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. <laughs> you kinda of did. You know, Kaboli, I mean maybe maybe take it easy on Kenny Pickett. They're chanting his name fourth quarter preseason game they're chanting his goddamn name that's going to happen in Pittsburgh do you think Tomlin cares about any of that or no no Tomlin don't
8: care he's he's not going to care about that whatsoever I mean now you might have to ask Mitch Trubisky if it's going to affect him at all I mean it can't be nice if you know the first home game against the Patriots I believe week two and the first incompletion pass he's going to start booing him I mean they're probably going to introduce the offense he's going to get booed he's probably going to go out for the coin toss and get booed uh, in completion he's probably going to get booed so Listen, it's going to be tough for him. It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be like he's back in Chicago, right? Yeah. Well, at the end of the tenure, for sure,
0: he's getting booed until proven otherwise. Okay, yeah. that, which is not normal. I don't think like no. Pittsburgh would rally behind any quarterback that's going to be their guy. But I think Pittsburgh, and I might be. Yeah. Well,
2: we won't rally around Mason. We can't do it. We won't do it. No, Mox. I think at some point
0: you did though, because I do remember a compliment yeah. at one point. Then he got well, you know, he started him got yeah, he got, got bongs yeah, yeah. by his own thing. But normally, I think Pittsburgh would be behind a guy. But they're already behind a guy. His 20th pick in the Chris, draft. You yeah. want the University of Pittsburgh? It's like here's our guy so Mitch is almost gonna have to prove himself Mitch is used to that though that's uh, right Mitch knows it's football it's, it's NFL football. football hey baby Mitch uh, Darius your question for uh Uncle Gary's nephew Mark
3: Kaboy.
0: <laughs> hey
5: what's up Mark uh based on what you saw
0: this preseason I know there's a lot of quick
5: passing game in this offense uh, last year but a lot of explosive weapons on the outside Claypool Johnson uh Pickens you think they air it out a little more this season based on what you've seen in the practices
8: I think they're, they want to take their chances. I mean, like any team, they, they're they not going to need to be able to have that threat of going down the field to open up any space for uh, Najee Harris, uh, especially with that offensive line not playing extremely well. So, I mean, last year there was a little bit of an issue because Roethlisberger wasn't very accurate down the field. Well, he was sometimes kind of didn't want to go down the field as much. Trubisky does have the deep ball, it's and they accurate, got do got – the talent out there i mean if you're crazy not to use a guy like pickens and just you know run as fast as you can let's throw the ball as far as we can at least once a game it's going to be as simple as that but yeah i think they're going to try to stretch it just to just to help out the run game if not the play action doesn't work and you know a lot of three and outs and a lot of you know seven point games where you're losing putting up 180 yards of total offense so they have to stretch it some
0: I just learned that accurate is a tough word for Yenzer's right there. And then you start yes. thinking to yourself, it's Akersher now. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, man. How was the reception to Akersher through the preseason at the home games? Everybody loves saying, hey, it's great to be down here at Akershire. Is that happening? Is that no, it's
8: mostly like we have no idea what this is. Let me Google it, and I'll look on Wikipedia, and I still don't know what it is, so we're just <laughs> going to call it the stadium
0: if that's an accurate portrayal what's yeah, going on I, I fucking so. love Pittsburgh tell me your question
4: uh, Mark who do you think public enemy number one this season is, is it going to be is it going to be Mitch is it going to be Matt Canada or is it going to be the O-line who's going to be number one
8: oh, I don't think the O-line get, can come back from what they did in the preseason oh, no. <laughs> I mean there's, there might be people outside here lining up ready to you know ship them out of the building. I don't think there's no way that they – that's going to be enemy number one. It's funny because Canada was the enemy number one for the previous two years. So, yeah, when you have that offensive line, do what they did in the preseason and allow Jacksonville just to beat up their quarterbacks, even if it is Miss Trubisky and even if it was the preseason – one thing that the Yinsers love to do is pretend like they know what offensive line play is all about. So it makes them, makes them a DNA. little bit smarter when they're like, yeah, that left guard can't block in that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's always so, there. Yeah. Not, so yeah. they're going to go up, up after them. know, you got to use their hands a little more. So Tomlin's <laughs> got to quit playing. Got to run the ball more. You know how it is. You just got to run the ball more in Pittsburgh, regardless of nobody runs the ball anymore.
0: You know, that's because the bus. Wheels. It's 100% yes. why. They don't – the wheels on the bus went round and
3: round,
0: round and
1: round,
3: round
1: and round,
0: all the way to a Super Bowl in his yeah. hometown. Uh-huh. So that is like the expectation. Like, hey, we're a hard-nosed city. It's a tough town. And uh, if you're going to throw the ball over to place Todd Haley, Bruce Arians, we're going to move on. But now Matt Cannon has got some magic to make, and I can't wait to hear what yins are saying about him. Mark, I can't thank you enough for joining us, dude. You're the absolute best. There's a couple more questions from the boys. Is that all right? Oh, anytime. Anytime. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Shoot. What do you got today, Mark? What are you just fucking hanging out in a dark workout facility there? You, you,
8: you know what? You know what? I am really really sacrificing for you because <laughs> it's media lunchtime right now. Oh, instead no. of the media lunch, I am doing this. So, I'm hoping I can go over and get one of those bison burgers or whatever oh, it is. Hell yeah. Media I lunch. Am, has you been know what? Canceled. Maybe you can maybe you can pull some strings for me. And get some Rudy sub sent my way, <laughs> okay? Because I'm going to miss lunch for doing your show.
0: Well, I apologize for that. How is the media lunch at, at the Steelers facility? Normally, pretty good. Oh, it's spectacular. They well,
8: uh, during the COVID years, they, they gave us box lunches, which is just not acceptable. No,
3: <laughs> is this the Steelers no, or not? It's, Come I had on, you had to be like fire. So, I
8: mean, uh, we'll have uh, you know, we have had a little battle here in Pittsburgh media room. Uh, we call them gyros here. So they had gyros the other uh-huh, day, not the gyros or whatever the rest of the world calls them. Yeah, Who called uh, it a euro?
0: Yeah, not in Pittsburgh. The
8: gyro is good.
0: Yeah, huh. the, the gyros are good, especially 3.34 a.m. down there south side, wake up with some of that Shout cucumbers. Shout right. Mike yeah, and Tony's,
4: right? No, nah, well, Sammy's.
0: Mike Tony's the other side, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mike
4: and Tony's right next to Mario's. I go down to Sammy's around 20th Street, 21st Street. Yeah.
0: Okay. It all kind of blends in down there, to be honest with you. Whenever you're buying gyros on Southside, normally – you know, there could be a couple of different side <laughs> yeah. nice shots coming. You got to watch yourself. Yeah,
8: what's that? Especially now, you know, the problem is now half your audience, three quarters of your audience, that have no idea what you're talking about. They they call me gyros or something like yeah. that. I, it's totally foreign to me. What is a gyro? It's a gyro, right? Well, yeah, they yeah. would say the
0: gyro is a foreign. That's why it's... Well, you know what I'm saying. Nobody knows what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Connor, your question for Mark Caboli?
2: Yeah, Mark, Najee had the uh, Liz Frank in the preseason here in a little before. Is there any worry for that to uh, carry on into the season at all, especially if the O-line absolutely stinks it up this year?
8: (laughs) No, I don't think so. I think he looks pretty healthy. I think they were just being very, very cautious with that injury. Um, He just sprained it. And I, I love the fact that he came out and just said... I mean, he, they're not supposed to talk about injuries. Mike Tomlin makes that very, very crystal clear to the players. And is like, forget this. Um, don't pretend like I got a sore toe and uh, I'm just sitting out for six weeks. I got a Liz Frank sprain. But uh, he set the world straight that uh, he's not that much... Uh, he's not going to sit out for a little foot sprain, but... He, he's back on the field here today, and I think he'll be as close to 100% as possible. And as you know, following the Steelers, they are going to need it, and he's probably going to touch the ball about 400 times this year, and he's probably going to get hit hard a bunch of times, too, with, that, like you said, that offensive line. i got to throw one little shout out if you guys don't mind. Pat Fryer with the tight end, a huge fan of your guys.
3: Fryermuth! comes
8: up to me in the locker room and tells me, how much he loves you guys, so I just thought I'd throw him a shout out.
0: Well, tell Fryermuth we're big fans of his as well. Diggs actually has a jersey, I believe. (laughs) uh, Always with him. He wanted, I forget which tight end we were just going through college football class this morning. He said, "This tight end with Friermuth, with Pittsburgh, Rock Byers. Rock Byers with Friermuth and in and Pittsburgh. Cool. This is the custom jersey he made, Muth. Yeah. Muth. <laughs> so we're big fans of his as well. Tell him a lot. Does a lot of people tell you? Do a lot of people tell you that you're great on this show? Because you are. You are great on this show. I don't know how you are. Well, but the, you fun-
8: are. Go ahead. the funny thing is, is uh, your, your fans, you know, the national guys like me. The local fans just hate me still. So <laughs> but we're dynamic. Is. Pittsburgh people hate me. Your fans love me. It's like we get him off there. We're tired of seeing him. He has not he's talking about. And your guys, oh, he's pretty funny. He's pretty good. So... Interesting dynamic right there.
0: Well, hey, stop burning bridges around Pittsburgh. Yeah. Jesus. Ty, your question for
1: Mark Caboli. <laughs> well, first and foremost, that's bullshit, Mark. <laughs> You're great on this show. I love when you come on. Also, uh, last time you were on here, you mentioned that Chase Claypool basically got was getting hurt like every other practice. Yeah. Uh how's he <laughs> yeah. doing? How's he doing? Do the Steelers expect to have their full complement of uh receivers going into week one?
8: Yeah. Oh well, I don't know about Deontay Johnson yet. Um We're not allowed to report of whether he practiced or not until they've sent out the injury report here in an hour or two. But I can tell you he didn't practice on Monday, and he still has that uh, shoulder injury, so we're not quite sure about that. But, yeah, Claypool looks like he's back close to 100%, and he's a guy that can make a difference if he's healthy. The whole question is if he can stay healthy. He's been, like you said, banged up a little bit from here to there. But you have Pickens, Johnson, and – you know, Claypool, Fire Moose, and Najee, and, what? and, what? and what? You know, even guys like Gunnar Olszewski, who really oh, yeah. impressed Hell, people yeah. in the in preseason. They, they're not lack Gunner. of talent, they're just lack of experience, and a question marker quarterback, and a offensive line that needs a lot of help. So, I think they got the athletic ability and the in the skill players. It's just a matter of the other stuff.
0: Well, they got great coaching and they got great beat writers. We can't thank you enough for joining us. Good luck with that media lunch. Hopefully, there's still some cold food available.
8: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sweet talk my way into something, I'll <laughs> a sandwich or something. What's your go-to line?
0: Hey, you know me, I'm Mark Boy.
8: Is that what you guys are doing? Hey, hey, put it this way. If, if I if that's I can dark. get a lunch, I'll, I'll tweet it out to
0: you guys. Ah, that's you what go. we're talking we about. A lunch update from Mark. If you could do that every day, we might be able to make that a paid segment. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> We'd appreciate you. Just like we appreciate your time. You're the best, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Boy. Yeah, Boyle. yeah. Boyle. The Buffalo Bills travel to Southern California to take on the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. The toxic tables here at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor. One half of the hammer. Done Dan Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. And in studio, like he will be all season. Ladies and gentlemen, host of the Man to Man podcast, reoccurring guests on Up and Adams, Darius J. Hey. hey, hair looks incredible, dude. Appreciate you. No problem. It looks really nice. No hair. Fresh haircut here? Wow. Uh, yesterday, yeah. fresh. Whoa, hey, because you he had on. a hat on, right? Didn't it? Yeah, yeah, he did. I right, switched
5: it up back and forth. I almost threw the cowboy hat on, maybe, maybe later. That's to I about. Oh, oh, see, have you, have you ever worn
0: a cowboy hat out in public? Hmm. Come on, I'm gonna go no. How about cowboy boots? No. Oh, you're missing the uh, yeah. cowboy hat. I can't do it. But you got to earn the boots? Well, that's, a belt, mm. buckle. that's, that's a belt buckle. That's attraction of boots. What's that? How's the traction in those boots? You can really mm. dance, yeah. I mean, you're mm-hmm. not going to really be pushing any cars or anything, you know. Sure. But you can get out there and fucking definitely kill the land with it mm-hmm. and do oh, what you yeah. got to do and dance if Put you have to. Put them fuckers
2: in spurs, yeah. usually. Those came in Crocs.
0: Yeah, you're damn right. You yeah. know, I got some ostrich this past weekend, boot barn down there. Hell here. yeah. Oh, yeah, I walked into the boot barn with the wife, you know, said, go get ready for Texas, maybe. Or, mm-hmm. And saw these nice ostrich skating. Ooh. A couple of gold boys were in the back there. They were looking at things first. I didn't know what was the proper way to look at stuff. I said, Hey, got these in my size. They're like, uh, it's everything that we have is out. Okay, just,
4: <laughs> sorry.
0: I'm like sorry about it. All right, you all know what, what to do down here. What's going on? Speaking
4: today. of sorry and traction, I I don't think any. I did not see the ball spin yesterday. And yeah, it was
0: unbelievable. Spun spun the ball yesterday. Stopped that fucker with my foot. Okay, you guys yeah. no reaction. I'm all
4: about eye contact. So well, that's the only thing. Things. Yeah, yeah we couldn't
2: see it. We could see it on there, but we couldn't see it on there.
0: Yeah, I understand. And I. I didn't think it was going to take place either. And somebody was asking a great question. So that person that was probably doing something awesome is a college football national champion. (laughs) Yeah. A Super Bowl champion. What? A Ryder Cup champion. What? A COVID survivor. What? AJ Hall. Yeah. 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 AJ, what's up, pal?
9: What's up? I didn't see you. Was I talking and you stopped the ball with your foot while I was spinning?
0: I think you were either trying to light your house on fire for your (laughs) cigar or taking a big sip out of a massive bottle. All right? That's one of your go-tos
9: there while somebody else was asking a question. It's great to see you, AJ. How's life? Good man, I can't wait. I'm pumped for your uh, the game day situation. I'm glad it's public. You didn't get to break it. Cool. That's our. I guess that's how it works. But you know what? <laughs> I can't wait to see you and Matt McConaughey just piling around Texas. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, he smokes dope, right? Not in Texas. Oh, yeah. it's not legal oh, yeah. in Texas.
9: But we'll set up a time to, to go to a state
0: that is legal and do it together. I can't go wait for it. All right, all right, all right Interaction. It's going to be fantastic. I'm excited to get back on the road with College Game Day. I'm bummed I'm going to be missing Smackdowns throughout the season, but I'm thankful for how WWE said, yeah, like you got Uh, You know, I wouldn't have done it, by the way, if WWE was like, nah, we need you. I think they never said they don't need me, but they were like, hey, this is a massive opportunity yeah. that you should go do for sure. So it's been a fun thing. It's been a fun few days. It's all kind of come together pretty quickly, but I want to let you know, AJ, this show ain't ever changing, right? This show is oh, yeah. never going to change. It's going to be great, and we got NFL football tomorrow. We talked to Sal Capaccio. We talked about Tredavious White potentially being an issue, but other than that, all systems go in tomorrow night, AJ, and I can't wait for our life now to become literally 24-7 yeah. for the next five oh. months. Oh football 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 hell yeah this is the time of year that we look forward to this is the time of year we get excited about and obviously the bills are favored by two and a half on the road uh there's some bets we're putting together for a no sweat uh Whoa. promotion that fandle has going on where you can place a bet and if you lose you just get that back and free bets so let's go
9: big yeah, tomorrow uh aj the the season's right around the corner pal what are your what's your energy like what are your vibes like I'm, I'm pumped it's finally here. It almost doesn't feel real. But aren't the Rams pissed that they're Super Bowl champs playing at home and they're dogs in the well, first game? Well, AJ, you tell me, are they ferocious? And
0: remember I asked you one time what you would describe your style of play as, and you said, are you serious? What do you want me to say? I'm ferocious. <laughs> is that a real question? <laughs> that, that sounds like a question during a pre-production meeting that I don't want to be a part of or whatever. <laughs> That's basically what you just said right there. I
9: assume the Rams know that they are underdogs at the house. But yeah. is that going to fire them up more? Than no, they, more? they don't care, but they're probably thinking like, I'm sure in the back of my head, how do we – wait, we just won the Super Bowl. We, we lost Von Miller, yes. OBJ is not on our team right now, but how are we dogs in the first game of the season?
0: Great question. We have similar thoughts. Mm-hmm. OBJ
9: actually went on to tweet. He
0: says he thinks these teams that are starting the season are going to be ending the season together as Ooh. well. Darius Butler, that is very real. That's a very real possibility that I think everybody has on their mind. Odell Beckham Jr. also potentially linked to both of these teams because uh-huh. Von Miller said, Gallock are right here for you. And the Rams said, hey, you, you crashed McVay's wedding. So – like you have to come back. Yeah. Uh Odell Beckham Jr. getting in in the commentary. Anything he says people are gonna talk about? What uh-huh. he said is valid though. These might be the two teams that end up in the Super Bowl, and I think the NFL, you know, would be pumped about it. Yeah. Start the season, end the season the same
5: exact way. Got defend the champs. Obviously expectations are high with Stafford and Cole, and then obviously the Bills, I feel like everybody's on that wagon. Are they still the betting favorites? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, so everybody's yeah, they, on that wagon it's getting so lower too. Yeah. Expectations Jesus. are Everyone. high. Great, great, great game to start the season off with. I'm shocked that the Rams are still dogs as well. I'm definitely taking them to win this
0: one. Oh, really? We just had to – here we go. If you're going to make a pick for a game, like, we can at least
9: fucking stress it it up. Come Come on. on. Darius Butler has made an official pick. What about Sorry. the over too? Slow down, hot. Football season. I'm not slowing. That down. Yeah, you're right. It's go time. <laughs> fuck
0: hey, I like that eagerness. Okay, I like that excitement out of you. I like that. <laughs> hey, we need more. We need more. But we need to. Uh, we we need to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Darius Butler has picked the Rams plus two and a half.
9: Yes. All right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, let's go, D Butt. <laughs> Might record. be riding with you, D Butt. We'll see. Whoa. Oh, good tease. Good
5: tease, right there. Okay, AJ. I'm learning. I'm learning. Show I'm still business. Still thinking. Okay,
9: care.
0: AJ, we'll make our official selections tomorrow. Ooh, we will that. also make our Super Bowl selections Ooh. tomorrow. Ooh. Um, we will make our divisional winners
9: today. Ooh. I don't care about Who cares about the division?
0: Everybody. So
4: the first step to the Super Bowl. I mean, okay,
0: all right. We're going to do division winners today in the third hour. We're going to do uh, MVP winner today okay. in the third hour. Ooh. We'll do comeback player of the year Ooh. today in Ooh, the third hour. We'll do offensive player of the year and defense player of the year in the third hour. Okay, let's go. Cool. Tomorrow, we will be picking winner of the game. Winner of the Super Bowl, Right. and we'll be talking to some fucking legends tomorrow, I do yeah. believe, to kick off the entire NFL season.
4: Oh, on Fridays, you guys run the slate again, or Absolutely. What? Absolutely. Yeah!
0: Absolutely. God, that's my favorite day. God damn, it's exciting. Hey, remember I'm the- starting
9: to enjoy that product. Yeah. At first, I didn't enjoy it. Now, I do enjoy making those picks. Look at that
0: yeah. are a segment show. Huh? I
9: know. block C-block, D-block.
0: We did feel the beat in the first hour. Did you see Kaboli and miss lunch for the, to chat with us about life? <laughs> I saw a little bit of Kaboli. Did he really miss lunch? <laughs> yeah. 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 He said I'm sacrificing it, eh? I'm missing media lunch to do this conversation with you guys. And it wasn't
2: a no slouch of a lunch. That was like good
0: good bison burgers. They had bison. they had bison meat.
2: For the media? There. Update. Yeah. Right?
4: Update it wasn't bison burgers.
2: What was it? Fucking Italian beef. Yeah,
4: he
0: oh, oh, he's
2: loving the dream. Kabali.
0: Kabali with a boy. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, he's the best. best. Just thinking about him just Think about he's all by himself in that indoor facility Ooh, with okay. a phone. Say, hey guys, <laughs> doing his whole thing. Yeah. yeah. The pit players walking by him just gotta be like, what the fuck is Caboli doing? No, here? they know Caboli. He's crushing, absolutely <laughs> like- crushing. As did Sal Capaccio. He was he had a microphone and he had a cameraman from oh, his mind. balcony in his, I think Giovanni, in the <laughs> in the hotel that the Bills are staying at right now. He was ready for field the beat. He brought it, he said, Dawson Knox gets a brand new deal. He's going to go, but this isn't just about this upcoming year for Dawson Knox. They think he's nowhere near his ceiling, nowhere near where he's headed to. He's best friends with Josh Allen. He just signed a four-year, $31 million guarantee deal, 53.6 in totals with uh, uh, other incentives and stuff. Uh, Knox has said, I love people in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, I'll be here a long time. Everybody in Buffalo loves this man, AJ. Your thought on Dawson Knox getting this massive
9: deal and what this means for other tight ends? Well, how long has Dawson Knox been playing tight end? Like how long has B has he been in this position? I don't know. It's not that long, is it? Formerly a quarterback. Yep. Then he goes to Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, either way, his four ceiling years, is very, probably? very high. The dude's already yes. a stud, but his like, the potential he has as well is crazy. So, yeah, I think this is a was a no-brainer for the Bills.
0: Especially on the rocket ship that is the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen. is yeah. only getting better and better. I would assume, as a New England Patriot fan, not exactly thrilled the Dawson off sign on the dotted line to go ahead and ruin your lives for a couple more years, pal. No,
2: nah, nah, I'm okay with that. I mean, the real worry is how good the AFC is as a whole. I mean, I think even if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you have to be worried like, man, of course when our team gets as good as it's been for the past 25 years, seven other teams get as good as they've ever been in the past 25 years. So, I mean, yeah you are worried about the bills, but one game at a time, you know that, you know, I'm looking to Miami on Monday. I'm not looking past that. I'm not looking to anything before that. Although I am looking to tomorrow. I'm very excited to play some bets on that game. <laughs> so you're certainly looking before that, but <laughs> yep. not after that. All no. eyes are
0: on Monday. You're not worried about what the Buffalo bills are doing just yep. yet, but that is a valid point. It feels like the entire, obviously AFC, but the NFL has just gotten to a heightened level. Mm-hmm. It feels like every team's good. More money's being spent. More teams are going all in. And speaking of going all in, FanDuel TV ju- did just that. That's oh, right. Yeah. They signed an Emmy Award-winning host. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, they
4: did.
0: Who was off-air for like 100-some days or whatever. Yeah. Had a couple commercials, crushed them. Of course. Now she has her own show, Up in Adams, that you can watch every single day, 11 Eastern, on FanDuel TV, both on, uh, I think, well, I don't want to, it's everywhere. Oh, yes. yes. Just find where mm-hmm. FanDuel TV is, you'll find the show. It's been fantastic the first two days. Can't wait to see it continue to grow. Ladies and gentlemen, K. Adams.
6: Yeah! you and congratulations on college game day you are amazing i don't know
0: how you balance your time congrats well i i'm i fucking stink at it actually it's going to catch up to me but i'm very thankful for that thank you for joining us welcome back to daytime tv morning
3: tv
6: it's you know I've I've liked to not have to super glue eyelashes onto these eyeballs but I've missed you guys and I've missed you know setting the tone in the morning and I'm so excited that we're kind of related now the Fanduel family
0: absolutely love having you in the Fanduel family I think Fanduel TV has had a smashing success your show has been great Darius was on today we've been watching yeah. have you been enjoying this how much of the creative process have you been a part of and what do you how will it change once games start you think
6: a million percent in you know traditional media that's not really the case right so the show's going to evolve uh, what it was yesterday and today maybe we'll go a little looser we'll bring in guests from you know all parts of the Fanduel family of course in the sports entertainment space so i would just say it's going to be a journey right ups and downs we're going to try things and it just feels so good to have that support and that freedom, so we're really, really excited. And now we have a football game tomorrow, so I came back from Africa just in time.
0: Well, whoa, whoa. welcome back from you were Where in, Africa at in Africa for a hundred days. What, what were you doing in Africa? No, I
6: was I was there for about three weeks. That's went, Chappelle, ooh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Kenya. I went to Tanzania, and I went to Rwanda. And I ran into an NFL owner. While I was gorilla trekking Pat. Isn't that insane?
0: Yes, this is all insane. I had no idea this <laughs> is where the conversation was gonna go. So you said you said you're gonna move on from good morning football. You want that this is this is little. Chappelle did this. Yes. Yeah. He said, I'm gonna get out of here. Was this like and Snyder? Was, it, <laughs> <laughs> was he hiding? Was everyone hiding from a congressional oversight committee in
6: Rwanda? <laughs> There was not, I can't, I didn't, I didn't realize this was going to go The either, but it was amazing. I went and I was uh, going on a gorilla trek, and they put you in these like pods of eight people. So I was with one other person. They put you in, I'm sitting there and of course, like hat, no makeup, like just, you know, we woke up and, and they put you in like gaiters on your feet and you, you know, you're all like, you know, performance gear to go out into the jungle. And, and I hear Kay Adams and I turn and well, it's an NFC West should I have you guess? Cliff
0: Kingsbury, Steve, uh, no, no, Bidwell, but no, but no, but Sean McVay. Yeah, but you say owner? No it, was no, it
6: was Michael Bidwell. It was Cliff. I was an owner.
0: Oh, yeah. I completely forgot well, it was himself. a fucking owner. <laughs> Bidwell was there on his own Isn't plane. That crazy? Yes, very crazy. I'm mean, going to assume it's there's very expensive to do
6: There's 800 people there, and then you get put into these groups, and I don't. So I'm like, is that my Super Bowl pick? Maybe Ooh, because oh, it was
3: so.
0: Oh, the universe kind of put you guys together in Rwanda. Did, was it a successful trip? Did you meet any gorillas? Did you shake their hand? Did you go shake their hand? Because I think that's what you got to do.
6: Is that right? I did not do any of that. But, uh, they'll rip you know, it right you, off. Like-
0: no, no. That, if you don't shake their hand, they'll rip it off. Listen, I watched this whole documentary I'm on not this, doing it. you sanctuary. You go into their land, you got to go like. Under
3: the yeah paris yeah, no. yeah you got to go like do her her one heart. of those they your her no. whole no. arm
9: off and eat it then
6: pat <laughs> pat no that's not that's not the move you have to go <laughs> and you have to make yeah, a noise you, you got to go shake
0: yeah, the horn i want yeah. to shake Wait, the horn you got to go shake yeah. the horn what, what
3: noise do you have to make, make noise
6: what's the pat, noise you walk up Hi. one day when you have vacation which you never have you will walk up to these gorillas in rwanda and you have to go Literally,
3: no. Hell yeah. okay. no
6: fucking because that makes them know that you're friendly. I
2: want to shake That's hand. a, friend- a handshake.
0: Isn't friendly, but
6: I'm fucking yeah. out this gorilla. No way. I don't think so. <laughs> uh-uh. Did you do this? I'm Did not you? I on a silverback gorilla. Like what? Like what are you talking about?
0: Did it work? Did it work?
6: Yeah, you would have got. Like if they start moving towards you, you have to go. make <laughs> that
0: point. Are you making yourself as large as possible too, like a fucking bear? Oh like, no!
2: no, no can not do that. Yeah.
3: No,
6: no, but like, no, but I also I saw one having sex. Debate? Oh, okay. Well, nice.
3: Why? Uh, it's because uh,
6: yeah. it yeah. it it you were fucking doing the goddamn show? Yeah. Yeah,
5: the a mating call, call you doing. Wow. <laughs>
0: you're doing. <getting> you got all these <laughs> Americans. Hey, welcome, Americans. Yeah. yeah, go walk up and do some mating calls and then see the show. <laughs> uh-huh. See the show. That's what they do. That's awesome. I can't wait to go. me. I can't wait to go on this erotic gorilla trek. Yeah, yeah. Really that's awesome. It does. This is a good little vacation. Yeah. Did Bidwell go, huh, <laughs> huh, to a gorilla? <laughs> I... I need to hear I, that
6: You'll have to ask him When he comes on your show himself I've hey, said too much
0: Alright well We're happy you got back From vacation Did you enjoy The 100 some days off Or no It sounds like you had A great time Was it a lot of that A lot of similar to that A lot of questions About what was next Or did you have it All figured out
6: No I totally unplugged I'm pretty good At, 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 well, at compartmentalizing So I didn't even get we, we, we got the Emmy And I didn't even know I was in Europe I had no idea I went to Greece I went all over Hey I congrats oh, yeah. Let's go congrats. You won an Emmy Thanks.
3: Yeah. I
6: haven't celebrated it at all. I haven't even you know thought about it. It's very exciting, um, sure. And uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm happy to be back. I'm good at I'm good at going off the radar, but I'm ready to you know sort of kick off the season. And I'm really so grateful. Like FanDuel is such a nice fit, and uh, and you know and they're so you you know this better than anybody. Like you know and, and your dealings with them, totally open to want to go do this want to do that so the door is open for you know whatever I want to do if I want to start a guerrilla erotic tour in Rwanda I'm sure FanDuel would be supportive
0: yeah I'm gonna have to figure out how to bet on how many people we uh, yeah. Yeah. that's gonna have to get regulated then but I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm sure we could find a <clears throat> <laughs> what an amazing thing I, I can't believe that is the I'm telling you that documentary I see you walk in and you fucking shake yeah, their hand have to you have
9: to.
1: Planet of the Apes. That's if, how Caesar gets the... Exactly. You got to put your hand... You yeah. Gotta put your head down oh, and yeah. let them Yeah, because yeah, if not, smack it right yeah. in your yeah. mouth. I'm going <laughs> to kill <what's> you. <laughs> Eat your What's face. the
6: non-friendly
5: sound, though? I need to know that. What's the, uh, 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 I yeah. No, yeah. The, no, the, the non- non- one. non-friendly the friendly. Thing, the non-
6: thing is... The non-friendly thing is when the silverback... They have, like, a lot of air in their chest. These things are huge, and you see them sort of, like, the air fills oh, their shit. chest, and then they start doing this, and then, then like, shit, you're in trouble.
0: You okay. run to your pod. Is yeah. there any, was there any code red moments out there in Rwanda?
6: No, just the sexy moments. Nice. That was it.
0: The, what, did, you sleep, did you sleep at a hotel out there, or was it, like, out safari type thing?
6: Yeah, it was, I was on safari for a couple of weeks, and then uh, to do the gorilla trekking was, like, three hours out of Kigali, the capital, and it was in a beautiful hotel just not too far away
0: happy to get COVID done yeah Yeah, thank god God. Jesus thank you very happy for that congrats on winning Emmy sounds like you it. let's get back to some NFL conversation now it seems like the league's better than it's ever Mm -hmm. been honestly this morning I heard you chit-chatting about numerous teams who do you like this year who do you like going into the season I know you have friends literally all over the league so we're putting you in an interesting spot but what are some teams you're really intrigued by Kay? I love
6: the Bengals, as you know. I loved them, magical ride last year. They'll be competitive. I do enjoy that everyone's sort of counting them out because I think they'll surprise, and I like the undersell and over-deliver of that team. Uh, but the Ravens, if they're healthy, how are you going to beat them? They're so good. If we get, you know, Marlon Humphrey at 100%, Marcus Peters, let's go with that secondary, and Hamilton, all that, that would be amazing. And I hope I hope for Lamar, he just pulls a Flacco. Pull a Flacco, get paid, bounce back, set the world on fire, and do your thing. So I think the Ravens are going to be super formidable. Your Colts, come on! I'm headed to Indy in a couple weeks to do something with the Colts, and I'm so excited for them too. I think they can make waves. Um, oh, and those are the, and the Chargers, like the chart, like Justin Herbert win the MVP. Why wouldn't he? The numbers will be there. Full complement of receivers back, both sides of the ball. Great tough division, but I think they're the best and most complete, which is something I always look at.
9: A lot of good teams. Go ahead, AJ. What about tomorrow, Okay, How excited are you about the, the NFL season kicking off? Obviously, Bills, Rams, Josh Allen, another guy who a lot of people think may win the MVP. Like, what do you think that game is going to be like?
6: AJ, good to see you. Um, you. I AJ. am
3: super Congrats on not getting AJ. killed over there. Yeah. We're-
6: <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm really excited. I might get killed in the parking lot, so I'll go there and like I'm, you know, we'll we'll see what those Buffalo Bills fans look like. They travel super well. I get to go to the game. Uh, I moved to LA, which is insane and something I never thought that I would do. So I'm excited to celebrate all of that. Uh, I would say, is Cooper Cup going to have like 300 yards in this game? No, Tre'Davious White. What a bummer. And I think you keep saying things like. We're keeping our fingers crossed. We hope to have him early in the season. If they don't have White, and I know they got the safeties and all of that, I'm really worried about this team down the stretch because everybody's pumping up. I hate when teams get overhyped. I don't care who it is, a team I like or don't like. It's never good to have everybody unanimously saying you're going to go go to and win the Super Bowl.
0: Hey, how about Allen Robinson, too,
6: over there? I mean, oh, yeah. it is. They got Dog. better.
0: No, OBJ's just kind of chilling and tweeting right now. If they bring him back midseason as well, Sean McVay just is going to have a plethora of weapons for fucking ever, Kay. Forever, it feels <laughs> like.
6: It's so true. And, you know, there's, of course, that thing about repeating for a Super Bowl. I talked to Sean Payton, my first guest on on Up and Adams on FanDuel TV, Um, and he, you know, because he he went and then they they had a good, successful winning season the next year. The Saints did like so many teams and the Patriots 2004, 2003, like they were back to back. Uh, But Beastquake took him out and you just it's really hard to get back there and do it. And his main thing was that it's exhausting. Do they have the depth beyond their superstars to sort of compete down the stretch if they're so exhausted from playing at that level all year? And then Matthew Stafford's elbow. So there's certainly some question marks on the Rams' side.
0: We're so happy for Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He's playing a broken neck, split spleen, a couple kidneys lost. How many lungs you got? He broke them both. I mean, he has been there, done that in Detroit. He goes to L.A. Now he's a pitchman. He's on, like, four different commercials, uh-huh. Super Bowl champion, having a time of his life. And now he's got to worry about this damn elbow. That ain't going to be a problem, Foxy. No problem at all. That ain't going to be a problem for Matty Stafford. Topiest guy in the NFL. He's got that text. I hope not. I, I hope not, too, because him and Cup on the same page is magic to watch. And then you add in Sean McVay's over-excited, over-analytical. I mean, it's just what they could accomplish. And Aaron Donald's back. It's unbelievable. Can't wait to watch him. Darius, your question for Kay. Great. Hey, great work, you two. Good TV yeah. earlier. Yeah. 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 yeah TV. I appreciate Kay for having me on, man.
5: Uh, big year, obviously, huge year coming up, but we got a huge fantasy draft tonight. I know you're the OG in fantasy advice. So I need some fantasy one on one right cool. now for me and my teammate Gertie.
0: What do you need? I need some Tell advice. That. Kay, we don't know shit about blocks. I, I don't know yet. Oh, okay. we, we don't know anything do like? about... Me. <laughs> so me... Sleeper. Now so me, that you play
3: family?
0: So me, AJ, and Darius do not. We are being forced into Bruce's league today, <laughs> and we are about to get you know laps run around us. We all have teammates, but our teammates okay. happen to be the worst in the office. So we're just talking about just basic shit here, Kay. 101. So we got the draft tonight, eight PM. Yeah, Twitter I mean, Spaces, two kicker right. league and a
2: punter.
6: So,
0: two kicker league thanks. and a punter. Okay, this is a big Who deal. Has,
6: whoever has the second pick should trade down before the draft even starts because the trade, second pick trade. is the suckiest spot to be in because everyone's going to take Jonathan Taylor first overall, and then at number two you sit there and yeah. you say, you say, should Derrick Henry go? Is he going to come back and get all the carries and stay healthy? Do I go with Justin Jefferson, who's almost you? a sure thing? Or do I go Christian McCaffrey, who if he stays healthy, he blows everybody out of the water. So it depends on what's your appetite for risk. Do you have to go right? running back? Um, I think so. I think you should definitely start with a running back. And I wouldn't take, obviously, the old rule. I'm an old grandma when it comes to this. But quarterbacks late do you know. That for the first time ever, Aaron Rodgers is ranked as the thirteenth. The disrespect. The, the 13th. Yeah. because this guy's in the in the
0: jungle doing ayahuasca. Yeah, <laughs> okay.
6: Hey, I was in the jungle too. And I, yeah. no, he, uh, it's crazy because people, he's never been outside. The, you know, as a healthy quarterback, he's never been outside the top ten. I understand he loses Devontae Adams, but are we not talking about a back-to-back MVP? Like, are we not talking? An offensive creative mastermind in that. Thank
0: you, thank you, Kay. That's what we would say. I saw he was 13th ranked quarterback. I definitely knew that before he said it. I was like, these fucking people. I don't know. Is this
9: fantasy or real life? Because both of them are wrong. That's right, Mm -hmm. and I I don't like it at all. How much do you get penalized for uh, throwing picks? Because Aaron doesn't throw picks. I would imagine that helps in fantasy. Minus one. That ain't
0: shit. It depends on what your league setting.
6: Yeah, it's what your league settings are. So wherever you play, you should definitely look. Some of them are four. Oh. In which case, like, I like Sweet. James Winston, but I don't like James Winston.
0: Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Winston. Whoa. I don't know! Year. Oh, is that because Sean Payton isn't a coach anymore? Yeah. I hope He just does terrible down there at the Saints, Wow! wow. I will
6: say, you no, know, he, was, he was actually really, really performing pretty well. And before he got hurt, I think he was – he had a winning record as a starter. Oh, he had yeah. more efficient numbers than he ever had in Tampa Bay. I think he could throw a lot. Like, Dennis Allen, defensive-minded coach, like I hope he can – continue to get the best out of him. I mean, Sean Payton sort of got him to walk that line of aggressive and reckless really, really well. Does that continue? It's just too many, There's so many questions with the Saints. Michael Thomas, like, are you top 10? I believe so. Uh, but there's, there's, I don't know, There's, is a wild card. That's why we love
0: him. Yeah, he was awesome to watch. I mean, he, he kept his team in the games and the other teams <laughs> in the games. And it was, he's the only quarterback in the history of the NFL that's been able to do that week in, week out yep. when he was playing. But he had no eye, couldn't see shit. That's right. The mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. couldn't see, he was blind. Got oh, yeah. LASIK, he's a whole new quarterback. Went to Harvard uh, Quarterback School with Sean Payton, Drew Brees. He was on Trust Levels, which is a Players' Tribune podcast with Mark Ingram and Cameron Jordan. And they told him mm-hmm. uh, he's a 76 on match and Cam and Mark ran through his stats, his career stats, sounds like he's got the entire team on his fucking side. Yeah. They could be a yeah. squad. If he's not throwing picks, he's a I guy.
3: Yeah.
6: Is he right I like to- him, and I also like Chris Olave, because if you have Michael Thomas and he's – Healthy, I think Chris as a rookie is in the best position. I think he balls out because he's not gonna have all the attention of the defense as we've seen Jameis. When Jameis is throwing for tons of yards, he can support a top ten fantasy receiver, a top ten he had Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. So if Michael Thomas can do that, um Olave has got the speed downfield, Jameis, it all makes sense.
0: I feel like we just got uh sorry about it, your team's gonna fucking lose. Yeah, T Your team's Shoot. gonna lose <laughs> Nah. He, yeah. AJ, you got no shot. Me and Bill. Me and Bill got there.
3: Yeah, yeah. you guys stink. Yeah, yeah you guys yeah, so are fucked. The Their team's, team's going to stink.
1: Sorry. <laughs> All right. Ty, your question for Kay Adams. Yeah, Kay, you mentioned that you moved to L.A. in the off offseason. Uh, taking the temperature around the stadium kind of the last few days, is it crazy that people are more excited now for Ozzy Osbourne than the game?
6: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I haven't been near the stadium. When I tell you I moved in the off season, I moved last weekend while launching the show. I don't have air conditioning. I don't have anything in my name. I don't have the internet at my house. What but, well, I don't think you're allowed to use any of it if you need... had
0: it in California. Oh, yeah. So, no yeah, no yeah. Well, i yeah. not allowed to use the internet or energy or anything out like there right now, it's I think. Fail. Okay. Welcome to Cali.
6: Welcome to Cali I'm not yeah, I'm it's gonna take me a minute to like Cali. I'm that's not, you know, I don't want any Cali hate from anybody, but oh. it's not I'm much I'm much more city girl New York, where I have lived for over ten years, but uh, I think people are excited. I mean, we got a, a a nice game on Sunday. Raiders Chargers, I think, will be very exciting because all those Raiders fans that love this, and it'll be exciting tomorrow if not, if but for nothing but the Buffalo Bills fans coming and breaking their you know elbows and shins, jumping off you know buses onto tables.
0: They're having a party tonight. Sal Capaccio. is oh, MC. Yeah. MC, It's yeah. going to be a good time. Connor, your question for Kay. Yeah, Kay, since you are in
2: L.A. now, do you get the sense that maybe if the Rams start a little slow that the Chargers are going to quickly become the team of the town? Or what do you think there?
6: I hope so. I mean, Justin Herbert, total MVP candidate. stud. Nobody's done what he's done through two yeah. seasons. Not the most vocal leader, but Derwin James is incredible. I caught up with Austin Eckler earlier this week just talking about it and uh, and just the confidence they have in Brandon Staley. And to me, it all comes down to just, did you guys really exercise those Chargers demons? Like, is it done or is it still going to creep up like it did? And they're super juiced up to start the season because they, of course, get to take on the Raiders who knocked them out last year. So there's a lot of storylines there, and, and they're, they're just loaded. I mean, Keenan's a character. I've never – you know, I worked for the Rams when I was in St. Louis, like in the Chris Long, Sam Bradford years – and uh, they were never, you know, super supported there because they were losing under Jeff Fisher, you know, we, we know and love. But uh, I would say the Chargers have always had my heart and now they're, they're loaded. I cannot believe that they're like Super Bowl being talked about or, or even that you know the candidacy of justin herbert it's so impressive and such a testament to brandon staley what a badass he is
0: they're going all in too i mean testament to telesco and the ownership paying money yeah. to people jc jackson being out first oh, club, yeah. that's, not good. that's not great there, so on the back end but he'll be there whenever football matters yeah sure yeah. how did you how the fuck did you get here so you started with the rams that's where you how did you get to yeah so, so i
6: worked so i uh Went to Mizzou, which is in Columbia.
3: Uh,
6: I never went to workers? a football game there. I never went to a football game there. I bartended and waitressed every game day because I would make like a thousand dollars, which just like saved my life and bought me books for the next semester. So I never got. I never went to Faro Field when I was there, but. Um, but I went – so from there I just uh, got into fantasy football, just being competitive, and Sirius XM launched this station. I moved to St. Louis with a boy, and I like, didn't want to be there because I'm from Chicago, but uh, took, took a job oh. with the – I took a job with the Rams where I was the girl, not on air. I just wanted to do whatever I could do to get near the team and, like, in some capacity, and I was the girl that would – no joke, Pat – at the Edward Jones Dome, the elephant graveyard of the NFL, I would stand in the tunnel – Five feet tall, 100 pounds with a headset, smoke, pyrotechnics, and I'm after whatever speech the coach gives them in the thing and they're about to come out, I'm holding, Smart. like, Stephen Jackson Smart. back, yeah. like, <laughs> while he's trying to, and, and, and they're telling me his name and they're like, send him, and I'm, like, getting dragged and, like, concussed by a helmet.
0: Well, you did a great job. Look at you. Now you're Emmy nominated. Yeah. Should have worn a party cap. Uh, t- let's go. Let's take a trip back in time a little bit, shall we? Before gorilla treks. Sure. Before any trips to Europe or uh-huh. anything like that. Tongue digs your question for Kay. Okay, this
4: question used to be right up your alley. Which 90s sitcom star from the hit TV show Friends uh, reminds you most of an NFL quarterback? <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh my God! I don't what. What a what? question! What? That uh, was that's uh, Good Morning Football. Uh, that is Good Morning Football. I yeah, know, but I would tee up Sham those up. questions for the goof <laughs> Troop, and then they would like eat that up and spit it out. I wasn't, you know, partaking. Oh, I don't know. Which friends? Who's a really strange quarterback? Uh, Phoebe would be Aaron Rodgers Because I feel like she would 90s. do it well. ah, Bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, 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 nailed it. This is what we've learned here he's, okay. Aaron
0: Rodgers is car. Phoebe it. We, And he's the 13th ranked Fantasy football quarterback It's been a rough convo for Aaron Rodgers <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but We bullshit. know Ross is Rich
2: Gannon We've known that for years Rich I don't know Gannon, why. that's yeah. kind of yeah. quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> yes. so Obviously. He's a 90's quarterback No, not no, he's sick, sick home,
4: home. Oh. Oh. Listen to the question dude. Who's Jen Aniston then? Herbert, Herbert
6: Stafford, Stafford, yeah, Herbert. Joey so Burroughs. Oh. No, Tom
4: Brady. Oh. Hey, how do, do you, you feel he's about most, Joey. Jen does have he's a He's most uh,
6: successful, but she's the winningest. She's the one that stood out, married to somebody. She was married to someone, um, you know, as Brad an Pitt. equal in Brad Pitt before. Brad Pitt. Brad. Brad. I think there's Love Jen Brad. Aniston, like American Sweetheart. Like, sure. absolutely. Rom com- comedies, like Ted 2. It all makes sense.
0: What do you think it's on? I mean situation think, not as a human anytime, I mean, that's anytime
6: a you open yourself yeah anytime you open yourself up and you don't show up at an OTA I mean Aaron Rodgers did the same thing like you're opening yourself up for judgment oh. but I, I you know at Good Morning Football I was in a job for six years by the sixth year it sort of runs itself if you need some you know you don't have to be on every call you don't have to micromanage everything I think he's earned the right to sort of have his time away but if he's not up to par people are going to think that he's not all in what an absurd question for Todd Bowles to be asked but perception is reality it's just going to be I hate the fact that if he's 45 and it catches up to him and it will at some point or if the offensive line just isn't what it was and he declines it all in his level of play people are going to say he's not all in but he was all in through controversy on the field family issues off the field you know, he went and wasn't. What wasn't he? Wasn't he in Cutter like on a camel taking a selfie or whatever? And he missed OTAs to Volunteer Camp, and he, he won a Super he, Bowl that year. He so was in Cutter
0: with Dude Perfect. He, was he? he was <laughs> at the World Cup. Was he setting up the World Cup? You think? <laughs> did you guys
6: just say. Did you just say Dude Perfect?
3: <laughs> they were in Cutter too. <laughs> okay, I mean, you were home, you were tracking really
0: you were tracking gorillas or whatever in Rwanda yeah. having you know. I mean, incredible sound effects to really bring them in, but <laughs> yeah, dude, Perfect was over there doing trick shots and cutter. People were not happy
3: about no, it. They, they weren't. People I didn't
6: know. I missed that. I missed that headline. But they Tom, are. you know, it'll be fascinating. You know, part of me, how's it going to end? Like, we love that he's obsessed with the game. I just want it to be the storybook that he wants it to be, and that's all I'll say.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be tough for him to give it up, and that feels like that is the root of all the conversations happening with him on the field and off the field. But if you're almost the MVP last year and you still got a team back, why not go for another run? Excited to watch it. $375 million waiting on him. Okay. If that ain't enough to get you to retire, I don't know what will be. Excited to find out. Kay, you are crushing it. We can't wait to watch Up and Adams every day on FanDuel TV before we go live. You're the best. Welcome back.
6: Pat, thank you for always being supportive. You are a bright light in this business, buddy. Thank you. And everybody, thanks, guys. It's so good to see you.
0: Yeah, you guys kind of stink. Thank though. you, Kay. All right. Thank you, Thank you, Kay Adams. Thank you, Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. And I, I honestly, this is one of the parts of the season that I did miss. Yeah. This totally. is one of the electric factories that I haven't been able to visit for some time because it hasn't been a relevant conversation because the NFL season has not been at full swing. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is the authority on ranking teams Mm -hmm. in the NFL. He is the NFL's representative of where teams are ranked week to week of an NFL season. Wow! It gets talked about a lot, gets speculated a lot. Fans get pissed. Some decisions are made that we can't see, but only this man can. Mm-hmm. Because he actually wields a thunderbolt. That thunderbolt is the power of understanding who's going to go and who's a no. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of the NFL Power Rankings,
10: Dan Zeus. Yeah, Dan Zeus! Oh. No one has ever... Called me an electric factory. So you. <laughs> speaking of people getting gassed up, this is outrageous. I'm flying right now, Pat. So happy to be back.
0: We're happy you're back into our lives. We saw your first power rankings the other day, and we fucking lost our shit. It yeah. yeah. was a standing ovation. A full Dancers, he's back. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're judging teams that we know nothing about before the season <laughs> even starts. That's Dancers. Come Dan-Z. on. Dan-Z. That's all Zeus. Zeus. Uh, let's talk about the season before we get into your first ranking of the of the nfl teams this season you and colleen wolf have launched the nfl power rankings podcast first episode one out yesterday which is what we'll talk about you can get it wherever podcasts are available we love colleen over here we obviously love you that's gonna be a smashing success but look for us to probably scrutinize your brain a little bit this season dan zeus
10: you know i have no problem with that and criticism is part of the job like i don't check my mentions for 2 to 3 days outside when the publishing first goes out but it's not some soft it's because i got to let people let out their anger because i understand like who am i who is anyone to say your team has no chance you're 27 you're wow. 28 And I could also say this. Just because what you're ranked right now, it doesn't mean I don't think you're any good. Like, I like the Jaguars, for instance. as a team that could surprise people uh, this season. And this time last year, I had the Bengals at 30. So it's like, am I an idiot? Maybe. But also, a lot of the people had the Bengals out, too. That's one of the great things about our league.
0: Dan, 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 you can't have me say everything I just said about you being the authority and wielding a (laughs) lightning bolt. And then you go, oh, it's Super Bowl uh, team. Bengals at 30 last year. It kind of kills your own credibility before we even fucking get started Dan. yeah get started.
10: no i guess i kind of bang myself on that one but i think honesty is important too in journalism so i i just want to say i'm not always perfect but it's it's just fun the snapshot of the season early by the end of the season of course the Bengals made a steady march up the power rankings because we saw that team develop so if you're low in the power rankings now it doesn't mean that i as the powering guys think you suck it means that that's where things stand now, but things can change as the season goes on. We've got a lot of football coming up.
0: Danzers, why don't you just have one auto-reply? Sorry about it. You know, yeah. like it's not your Boom. fault. You're the authority. That is on them. That's not on you. Good luck with the podcast with Colleen. Uh, we can't wait to keep an eye and an ear on that all season. Let's go ahead and showcase your top ten here before the season has even okay. started. That number one, you have the Bills. That's the odds-on favorite in every single sports book. Are you worried about them going to your number two team, L.A.? They're two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Love Josh Island, love the bills what are you ranking them one for just because everybody else is or what do you see in that team that makes them get the win tomorrow
10: night it just feels like this is it for the bills i do think they're the most balanced team i love the von miller move um, the Tradavius white being absent is something that's on my radar for this thursday and they uh. have two rookies in that secondary that you imagine sean McVay right. and matthew stafford are itching to take advantage of mm-hmm. so at the same time do I think that Josh Allen, remember what last time we saw Josh Allen? That man was possessed. He is absolutely a top tier top 3 player in this league and I think we could have a fun shootout potentially in this game. But yeah, I think it's a tough one especially when you know that McVay in his career on uh, in openers is 5 and 0 and they outscore their opponent like 32 to 16 on average. So, the Rams are going to be ready and the Bills after getting gassed up throughout the summer they can't lay an egg here. They would look make the power rankings look bad. They'd make the people in Western New York sad. Let's hope the Bills show up. I think they will. We can't have that.
9: Nope. Sal is sad. Hey, Dan you know. Zeus, I'm looking at number three there, the Niners. Do you have a lot of faith in Trey Lance to put them there? We know the team around them should be really good, but we're just not sure what they have yet in the young quarterback. This was, uh, I think, a lot of drawback here on uh, Niners at three.
10: Yeah, that I would say initially the most pushback I got pushback is – drawback. Niners at three and whatever. Like, I love the Niners. I love Sorry, that defense man. was top 10 DVOA, according to Football Outsiders, last year without creating a lot of turnovers. So that's that side of the ball, I believe in. Offensive side of the ball, yeah, Lance is a little bit of a projection. Of course he is. But at the same time, when the Jimmy Garoppolo news came out, that was not great news for uh, Trey Lance. You, you understand, like, everything you read and hear is that locker room loves Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a winner and he's a good dude and all that. Uh, But while Trey Lance might feel a little extra pressure, if he's the real deal, he's going to ball out and it won't matter who's behind him. But the good news for the Niners that makes me even more confident of them as a top three team, even if Lance does struggle, now you have that security blanket and Garoppolo, a guy that's taken to the Super Bowl before. But in general, I don't have him at number three if I don't think that Kyle Shanahan thinks that Trey Lance could be special. And just think about it. If Lance does hit the ground running and he's a baller, this team is better than anybody in the league potential. I don't want
0: to go backwards here, but Rams beat the Bills. Is it immediate a flip-flop at the top, or is that not how Dan Zeus does his rankings?
10: Uh, yeah, that would probably necessitate a flip-flop unless something oh, strange wow.
0: happens. Yeah. Okay, your question, Darius, for Man, Dan I'm Zeus. I'm
5: still shocked that this uh, Niners at three. But I'm going down to to nine. Teacher. Chargers right under the Broncos. A lot of moving parts to the Broncos. Obviously, Russ coming in. A lot of people coming back in that Chargers fold, and they obviously reloaded on defense. Wide nine
10: under the Broncos there. And Niners. Yeah. The AFC yeah, A- West, fun. obviously, I think I have them packed together and then the Raiders right outside there, the top ten. I here's the thing about the Chargers, it's all there. And you try not to think and get yourself all boxed in with Chargers gonna charger. It always seems to happen, but you just love what they've done on both sides of the ball. And I think like we had our NFL.com article you put out the week before the season, make your predictions for awards. I have Herbert as my MVP, and yeah, I Mark. think you, you, you say that this is, got, this is a guy that is as special as it gets in his first two years. Wow. And when you take an elite, truly superstar quarterback with a really good roster, I think this is a year the Chargers do make that move, and I think they could even beat out the Chiefs for the division. Uh, but I've shown respect right now for the Chiefs, keeping them ahead of the mix in that division. But the Chargers, obviously, a ton of upside there.
0: Dan so you got the Niners at three because you think Shanahan will figure it out. You got Herbert as your MVP and the Chargers at nine with a whole team loaded around him. I mean, every sentence that comes out of your mouth makes me wonder what the fuck's going on. Yeah, honestly, is, is this just is, uh, do you battle for this? Like you got the Buccaneers at four, the Bengals at five, Packers, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Ravens round out the top ten. There
10: is it a constant battle on where you're putting everybody, everything? Absolutely. I mean, it's a struggle that that top 10 that you're looking at there, to me, any of those teams make sense as a Super Bowl team. And when you ask me about these teams, like I can talk about them in a way where I could see them as being a number one team potentially because they have that type of upside. So, yeah, even if I have these teams lower in the top 10, I love them all. But they got to go in a certain order. And a team like the Rams that's battle tested and has that a lot of that roster Coming back, they're going to get a little more love than the Chargers, who I have to view with a little bit of suspicion, or the Ravens, who I really like their roster and the idea of Lamar Jackson being back healthy in a bounce back year with John Harbaugh. But also, I can't, I'm not going to put them up at number three because we've got to see them like show that they're back in the early part of the season
0: well and you know who knows about that contract sure connor your question for dan zeus yeah
2: dan Zeus had damn near tore apart my apartment when i saw you had the patriots at 18 just because (laughs) i respect your ranking so much and i basically am almost counting them out for the whole entire season is that because there's no oc and play caller and can you possibly see the patriots being maybe that Bengals team of this year's power rankings for you
10: yeah so you were mad about 18 yeah i was okay Because it's weird because I kind of I'm more into the Patriots than I feel most of the national media is all you've read. And so the local media up there in New England as well. Tom Curran called the offense a vehicle with square wheels as they as they as they install a new offense. Here's the thing. Yes. Do I think there's a little bit of a ceiling right now and reason to be concerned as you put in a brand new offense and you have Joe Judge prominently involved and Matt Patricia sure but i think a little too much has been made of that when you got the guy in the big chair belichick here to figure it out i think they could have even in the best of times as you know connor as well as anyone sometimes the pats would come out of the gate a little slower as they figured things out and then by then they would rip off the seven straight wins november into december and off they roll into the playoffs i think that could be a possibility because you just get the vibe that the offense is going to be a work in progress here initially uh, but I really like Mac Jones, and I thought he was the best rookie quarterback last year. They're going to be okay. I think they're fighting for a, a playoff spot. I think they are a wild card team potentially, which I haven't seen a lot of people picking them to get that far. So was, I'm with you kind of, Connor.
0: Yeah, I mean, they could be a team. They could figure it out. You, you say Shanahan's going to figure it out. I just, I assume, much like you, I think Belichick's going to figure it out. I'm happy I don't have to rank everybody in the top 32. When you released this list, this was your tweet. I don't know if you write it or somebody else does. Yeah. It is an impossible and frankly unfair task to expect someone to put NFL teams in accurate ranking order before a game has even been played. And yet, I've done it. 32 <laughs> for 32. Football is back, and so are the power rankings. That sounds Dog. like Dan's Hey, Dan's, throws. you know it, huh? You fucking know you're yeah. the guy. That's awesome. That's you look it, in the man. mirror, you say, hey,
10: there's the guy. <laughs> there so you know is. it, huh, Dan? <laughs> I've, I've learned through doing this, I think this is my fourth season. They're thirty-four, 32 for thirty-two because I believe it. That, that's what I think it is, and if you disagree, you are welcome to mother f me down there in the comments oh, yeah. and the tweets. I oh, don't yeah. care. Oh, yeah. That doesn't matter. I feel confident about where things are, and I and I love doing the power rankings, and I love McAfee Gang, uh, you. you know, having me on. It's it's fun, but you have to have confidence, and you got to have thick skin. Or it's going to drive you crazy.
0: Yeah, I'd assume you got to have skin like Warm, Dylan. That's mm-hmm. right, <laughs> Darius. What were you going to say? You're motherfucker. No, game. I
5: mean, that, that, that three pick is still driving me crazy. I want to know who's at 30,
10: Dan. Who's at 30 right now? Might put who's a little, at my, 30? Might Let's sprinkle see. sprinkle a something for a Super Bowl run. Right? Yeah,
0: because Bengals last year in your ranking was at 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
10: got the Commanders at 30 right now. Oh, yeah, Carson. we're not going uh, bet on yikes, them. We're not going bet on them. The and, and, Commanders, I don't see being magical, but I. Yeah, the team in this in this bottom ten, twelve, as I kind of alluded to earlier, is the Jaguars. I just think they have a lot of things that could click into place yep. that they could be contending uh-huh. for a playoff spot uh, potentially uh, this season. I don't see. I think the Bengals. What happened with them last year was just so much fun and and, and great to watch. And my great friend who passed away last January on the Around the NFL podcast, uh, my partner Chris Wessling was from the west side of Cincinnati, and we that was such a great ride for us on the podcast to kind of remember West. But I also think that Cincinnati team's a once-in-a-decade type situation. Wow. I don't know if we have that type of team playing in the Super Bowl, oh. but the Jaguars playing for, fighting for a playoff spot, I'm into.
0: They got an indoor practice facility. They sold sponsorship to their stadium.
10: Yeah. They are a business
0: yeah. now.
3: That
10: ain't a once-in-a-day. Mm. Dan Zeus, you're, you're
0: out of line right now. I won't let you know. <laughs> Tell me. I mean, I, <laughs> Niners at three. Cincinnati Bengals are dead. I mean, I guess we'll watch it all unfold, but we already know what's going to happen because Dan Zeus with his lightning
9: sword. Go ahead, AJ. Dan Zeus, where do you have the, the Raiders, and don't you think they may be a team that could fly yeah, up your charts once the season starts?
10: Yeah, Raiders fans, of course, they're fired up because I have them fourth amongst the division teams. I, I, I like the Raiders, um, but do I – Here's what I like about the Raiders. I love, obviously, Devontae Adams being Damn.
0: there. Dan, what are you? Josh McDaniel calling plays. What's that, what's that all uh, – uh, what do I like? Uh, what's that? You don't like the Raiders? Dan Zeus has what it sounded like right there a little yeah, bit. Hell.
10: I like them all right. I mean, number 11 is is kind of a lukewarm endorsement of them being a potential powerhouse. I say that's where I feel about them. I really like Darren Waller as a bounce back guy. And if, if you get that top tier Waller and Adams is the Packers Adams, Derek Carr is going to eat and throw 35 to 38 touchdowns, Whoa. and that offense is going to score points um MVP. yeah we'll see can they get enough stops on day I don't know
0: you got the Colts at 12 I remember last year you said what 13 was the spot where you don't know like isn't that where you play D- zone yeah yeah 13 is the spot where you don't know where you put people you got the Colts at 12 you think it's a big bounce back here in Danzers' brain not huh? for the I Colts. like it
10: and you know Pat like Shaq Leonard Shaquille Leonard that he's such a big part of this he they need he needs to come back from that back injury that surgery and be healthy and anchor that defense and if that happens Then you start looking at the other side of the ball. Pittman could become a a true, like, pro ball, all pro type talent. I think he's got number one wide receiver potential. And Matt Ryan, I know this has been the summer of windmill and 360s and Tomahawk dunks on Carson Wentz because everybody kind of seems to dislike the guy as a player at least.
0: Well, who's doing that?
10: It's out there. You know that, Pat. It's out there. Uh, the The
1: guy in Washington
10: streets talking. Carson Wentz is not a popular guy, so I think some of the Matt Ryan, uh, the pumping up of Matt Ryan has been maybe a little overdone. I don't think we're getting the 2016 version of him, but I think he'll be absolutely a better version of the quarterback play they had last year and I, I do see the Colts the <laughs> as the division winner. I like them in the uh, South.
0: Jeez, this this show doesn't like the windmill dunk no. on Carson. We like to have a fair, accurate thing, but you just said, Good. well, Matt Ryan's going to be know, what, much better than whatever X. happened last year. I mean, that's Dan, you've, you it's hard for you just not to bury everybody. Cause you're old Zeus. You're the fucking guy. Is that the yeah. thing? Chargers are going to charger. That's what you said yeah. earlier. Uh-huh. Then he buried old Carson Wentz here. Dan Zeus. How'd you get into this game? Have you just been an NFL lifer here? Been a fan <laughs> watching it? How'd you get into yeah, the judgment I, game?
10: <laughs> yeah. Well, the judgment game, that was kind of, that was, I've been at NFL.com now since 2010. And eventually the gig opened up and I was like, Oh, that looks fun. I want to try that. <laughs> so that's how I got into the rankings game. And it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think I talked about it last time. on. I grew up in New York as a Jets fan. And maybe that's where, if you're sensing yeah. too much pessimism, uh, Pat, that, that might give you a lot of uh, insight into why sometimes I look at the glass half bowl with certain teams, uh, but I just, I love football. I've loved it since I was a kid and I'm just lucky to write and talk about it.
0: Yeah, we're lucky to have you, Dan Zeus. I mean, without you, how would we know who's the best and who's the worst? Tom Diggs, your question <laughs> for Dan Zeus? Yeah,
10: Mr.
4: Zeus, um, let's, I mean, it's easy to talk about the, the good teams. Who's the worst? Give me the worst. Like, let's fucking talk about the worst team.
10: Yeah, so I, well, I, if you, that means 32 and that's the Bears for me, right? come uh-huh. on! Oh, 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 oh. Oh, what the hell and this is like sometimes it feels like piling on and like i don't want to windmill dunk on the bears because that city is a great city with great fans and Thank when's you. the last time there's been an exciting chicago oh, bears man. team? this year it's been two all right maybe to. i would love it cole komet i like that david montgomery darnell mooney there's some pieces but i just hope this is my fear is that this time next year oh when Dan Zeus has to write the blurb for the Bears, I'm writing. It's year three, and we still haven't. It doesn't feel like we've given Justin Fields a, a true shot to show who he is yet. I hope that's not the case. I hope this is a year of progress. But the the <laughs> roster right now, it needs more work. It, this is a work in progress. I hope Fields falls out, but it's a big challenge for him.
0: It is a transition year for a young quarterback. Two years in the NFL. Two. Head coaches, play callers, offense coordinator systems. Yeah. That's a great way to start. You know, a lot of great careers obviously start that way, but Justin Fields seems to be a guy who can handle it all. 32 out of 32 is not a good spot to be, especially for the third largest city in the United States of America, but... That's why they're going to Arlington to get this stink off them from That's Chicago. Think, Ty, though. your
1: question for Dan Zeus? Dan Zeus, sticking in the NFC North, I uh, see so you have the Packers at six there. Are you not really worried about any of the inexperience at wide receiver? And obviously the Packers' defense is maybe as good as it's been in the last like 10 years or so. Uh, a lot of people were kind of picking the Packers to go to the Super Bowl you know, a couple weeks ago, and I feel like they've maybe eased up on that. Now the Vikings are kind of getting some of that steam. Uh, what do you see with the, the Packers moving forward?
10: Yeah, I... I think a lot of people were kind of stunned by what happened in January and how the offense struggled so much in that loss to San Francisco. And then you see Devontae Adams leave town. But I still feel really good about him. Like you said, the roster, the defense is absolutely stacked. And then you look on the other side of the ball, and it's the back-to-back MVP, Rodgers. So I think there's a bit of projection that he's going to figure it out. Now, they haven't always been able to develop wide receivers beyond Adams. So that's where you could say – all right, hold up here. I mean, you have Christian Watson in the building, Romeo Dobbs. Like, you, you must need one of those guys to be a dude this year, Hell or yeah. you imagine Rodgers is going to struggle. But he's talking them up. He, I, I know he said it, talked about it on your show. Like, they, they believe in these kids and think they're going to make a, an impact. Nick, Alan Lazard needs to step up. Can Sammy Watkins stay healthy? Has Randall Cobb got anything left in the tank? I mean, they have a great running game, a great defense, a good offensive line, and an all time quarterback they're the they're the nfc north champions come on yeah. Dan you're so
0: good at what you do that was a hell of a promo right there for the green bay packers just as you had enough information to bury the bears mm. and the chargers and the Raiders. <laughs> we appreciate your big brain and we appreciate the big responsibility that you play solely on your own shoulders to be the authority on ranking teams in the nfl we appreciate you can't wait to talk to you again soon pal
10: appreciate you guys thank you
0: how's your off season pretty good
10: great great yeah good time with the family back on the jersey shore and now we're in it, and sure. we're all the way back in it. And I'm ready for football.
0: Dan, you're not a guy that just smokes copious amounts of marijuana. No, not your style. No,
10: it's not my thing at all. It, I never. I'm like one of those guys where that makes me paranoid, and I did just Tito's and soda. Let's do it. What? Hey, we need to have <laughs> a Tito's
0: and soda sometime, especially as what? we argue with that one team in the top 10 that you deliberately fuck with so everybody mm-hmm. lose their mind yeah. ah we don't know we're not sure if that's the case or not. we appreciate you good luck with the new podcast the power rankings podcast with colleen wolf first episode debuted yesterday wherever you find your podcast we'll talk to you soon ladies and gentlemen dancers
3: yeah, Dan
0: Dan that's a lot of fucking responsibility again. yeah
9: it yeah. is when did it become power rankings instead of just Ranking the teams
0: Well they used to be Basic bitch ass rankings (laughs) And then they hit the gym Unlike Darius Butler Hey (laughs) This guy tried to tear Our entire gym apart Over here AJ You'd love to hear that What do you mean He was working out Just getting after it He was He was getting after it We were having a little Pump sesh over there Real quick (laughs) A little pump sesh He does a uh, military press Starts hammering it out and then he goes to re-rack it, misses the side, boom, Jeez. bang, bang, Little boom, yeah. and then this way, went the other thing. It was, a, we'll make everybody sign
9: liability shit before they walk into Hawkeye. <laughs> oh somewhere. yeah, I'm glad he didn't get hurt. I mean, I, that's that's how people get hurt. Yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. No, I got
5: good good shoulders. Can we get him a spotter
9: next time? I was just there. Some fucking clamps. Yeah, you, we, there. Have there. we have you know clamps. We don't know where find them.
5: them. but that's on can't me. I put him. it left up. That's on
0: me. <laughs> We can't find the place. I think we use it for the setup in here. It's yeah, it might be off. holding something up. Yeah. It might be holding the ceiling up right now. <laughs> we do need clamps for a off, so put that in your little list. Yeah. Thunderdome looks good, dude. Does it? I mean there's so much going on right now. I can't wait until we just settle in and talk. Like yeah. When my schedule just settles in and yeah. this I don't wanna make this about me, but fuck I'm the one living my life. So I saw let you guys have your thoughts on your sure. lives as well. It'd be great just to settle into the NFL season. Right now, dealing with contractors and the finishing of uh construction. Yeah. yeah. Zeno just said something in my ear that I learned just a few days ago that fucking completely I mean just It stopped me right in my tracks, stumped me, and said, would anybody have thought of this? There's no light switches in the fucking thing. Everything's motion detector because that is what the company that wanted to do make it look like super high. So I go into my office for the first time, and we don't have the furniture in there yet. It's pitch black, and then I'm like standing there for a second, turn around, then his fucking lights just turn on. I'm like, oh, my God. They're like, yeah, it's motion detector. I'm like, well, I motioned. For half a fucking room here, it didn't do anything. <laughs> and then it came out of nowhere. And sometimes I like lights off. Am I going to be, yeah. can I get a light switch? Oh, we'll put one in. We'll put one in. So then we go downstairs, walk into the building. I'm like, so is there like a, li-? no light switch? Everything is, we've paid obviously top dollar to have yeah. motion detector lights. And it's like, is there any way we could just turn in a, uh, Boop. How Dude, far do you all... got to walk in to turn on the lights? The whole building. You got to walk down a pitch black uh, uh, hallway. Currently, <laughs> <laughs> then you got to get around a, around a bend around another side to hit a uh, light thing that has five options on it. So okay, I mean it's everything. A lot just... of that
9: stuff gets way too complicated. Fucking you don't say. People.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, it's it, great job has been done. That place is fucking hilariously mm-hmm. awesome. It's been a lot of hard work. CFO Phil and Tim are literally there right now building stuff and piecing it together. It's been a lot. But there's just so many things that happen in a big project like that that it's just how did that even become a Who agreed to the We got sinks that have no front. We have we have like stainless steel sinks.
9: God damn it. <laughs> what do you mean?
0: They have no front. They're like art they're super artsy Arty. sinks. Oh, artsy. Yeah. The water su-
9: just runs in the ground?
0: No. Well, science says it doesn't, but out, you put your hands there, I think it's right on the ground Mm -hmm. but I assume it was top dollar it was fucking (laughs) when it was decided like this is the best sink of all time and then we see it all for the first time Tim, Phil, everybody that was basically there included is like this this it's not a sink (laughs) (laughs) this is this is just like kind of a splash thing almost what's this so we'll get a new one and when's that gonna be Uh, January okay so we got no sinks but it's been a hell of a project I'm very thankful it's coming to a uh, close. I'm happy that we're going to be moving in there very soon. I'm thankful for everybody's hard work. But I'm, I'm pumped for that type of shit to not be, be in dumb. my life. I'm excited for that. Just like Lamar Jackson, all negotiations are done. You know, once season starts, mm-hmm. there's no more of those. Let's play ball. Kind of settling <laughs> in. Like, I'm very excited for that. That's why I'm so thankful, I think, for tomorrow. And before we get there, we've got to make our predictions. Here we go. Hell yeah. Let's run around these divisions real quick and pick our winners. Myself, AJ, and Darius will do that. Um, I think most of our answers probably be similar. And if we go chalk just with the favorites, I, I'm not embarrassed of that No, at all. shouldn't be. And there's been people that have parlayed our picks in the past. Ooh. This is a great parlay. Probably have massive odds. It might yeah, pay off for you five, six months for you from now. AFC North, me.
9: Bangles. Ooh. Okay.
0: Ooh. A.J. Hawk, your pick Come for on. the winners. I
9: was taking bangles all along, too. Okay, sounds like Those this is how
0: this is going to go again. Yeah. I thought uh, you were oh, taking Ravens. Who are you
9: later. like? Uh, Darius, your pick? I got Baltimore.
0: Okay, Okay, Baltimore ends. Lamar trying to get a massive bag. If the deal doesn't get done by Sunday, they say it won't happen. Baltimore is the favorite to win that. And I got a lot of faith in Lamar. I love Lamar. But the Bengals is the Bengals. I don't know what we're even – at this point, the Bengals is the Bengals. He's a champ. Joey Burrow, who will be joining us tomorrow at 1215 Eastern Standard Time. First appearance on this show will be tomorrow for Joey Burrow. I met him in real life. Cool. You see everything he does? Cool. There's no reason to think he'll be a one-hit wonder. They bring in an offensive line to protect them. He's still got uh-huh. Jamar. They got their defense. Why not the Bengals? I don't know. They're building an indoor facility. I like them. Let's go to the AFC South. Colts, obviously, favorite and going to win it. Darius?
9: Whoa, whoa. whoa. I, don't, I go Colts, too. I go Colts. Okay, AJ? Yeah, I was thinking Titans, but I'm going Colts here. Yeah. I don't love
0: wow. it now. Shit.
3: That's
9: tough.
0: <laughs> let's go, Colts. Matt yeah. Ryan. Let's go. Matt. AFC East, Buffalo Bills. We're all on the same page. Ooh.
5: I'm gonna go left here. I'm gonna go Dolphins.
0: Do it, AJ. Hey, I like it. You like it? You really I mean we're gonna learn a lot more. Yeah. A
5: lot of moving parts. Everybody's on that Bills bandwagon, so that is enough for me to jump off. So I'm going dolphins. Okay. Fuck. I wouldn't advise anyone to tell me though. This is purely a Dolphin.
0: AJ. Dolphin.
9: I do like the pick from Darius, but I will take the Bills here.
0: Okay, Fuck. I like the Dolphins as well. By the way, no Patriots choices. That's where the Patriots want to be. AFC West. Go ahead, AJ. You go first.
9: You know what? I'm gonna take Chargers here. Chargers. Wow. Take the Raiders.
0: That's what I was thinking. I was either Raiders yeah. or Chiefs in my eyes.
9: Let's, I mean, it's a toss up eye. almost in this in the in the West.
0: Well, I mean, believe me, Russell Wilson fucking walking out of his house looking like a goddamn angel from heaven in his white good man brand linen costume, yep. walking to a Rolls Royce, let's ride, just ran through my head, rode through my head 20, like <laughs> yeah. 30 times while I was yeah. looking at this. do it. Probably should have done a little bit more prep and not just made this decision on the spot. All right, give me the, uh, yeah, give me the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. wow. Yeah, they're still the Chiefs. Uh-huh. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs. NFC North, uh, we all, we're all in the Green Bay Packers, right? Yeah. Yep. Easy. That's easy. Everybody in the room almost. Yeah. NFC South. Go ahead, AJ.
9: I got to go with the old Tampa Tom here for sure.
0: Okay, Darius. Give me Jameis and the
5: Saints. Me too. I'm going with the the Saints as well.
0: Although I think Panthers – if Baker can uh-huh. stay healthy and Christian can stay – that's a lot. That's a, <laughs> <I'm> a, <laughs> a lot. I'm going to stay out. I'm going to stay out.
5: I like the Panthers. They got to be at plus 1,000. That's wild. But, uh, yeah, Saints.
0: Tampa still makes playoffs. Yeah. Tampa mm-hmm. still makes playoffs. Tampa still a problem for everybody in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think Saints go on a run here. NFC East, who do you like, Darius? Easily the Eagles here. Easily hurts.
9: AJ? Dallas Cowboys.
0: Give me the New York football fuck no. (laughs) I can't do it. No offense, Giants. I apologize. This is two days in a row where I've dunked on the Giants. And I don't mean to do so, but you all recognize where you're at. If you guys get four or five wins, you'll be pumped. If you get six or seven, you're stuck with Daniel Jones for at least another couple years. It's a whole situation in New York. Don't mean to say anything. Commanders could surprise people because Carson can play. Hey, Carson can play Mm -hmm, very, very, very good. The Dallas Cowboys got Big Mike McCarthy. There's a clip of him this morning chit-chatting about how he loves, Mm -hmm. he loves his relationship with Jerry Jones. I don't want to steal it from him. This was Big Mike McCarthy talking about him and Jerry Jones' relationship this morning, which makes it very difficult for me not to pick the Dallas Cowboys. Run that thing, Foxy?
8: I don't look at nervous as being a, you know, that's why I'm saying it the way I'm saying it. I don't think it's a negative. You know, I think all energy... You know, Jerry thinks all news is good news. I think all energy is good energy. So, I mean, that's uh, all right. yeah. we kind of meet halfway there. But that's another s- topic. But uh,
0: hey, Jerry, this ain't good news. That's what Mike McCarthy yeah. has had to say to Jerry when Jerry goes, "Man, listen, Mike, we can turn this. This is <laughs> yeah. fucking bad news." Uh, that is a hilarious picture into their relationship that started the first night, right? The first press conference, Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones sitting up there on the table, obviously hungover, fucking got after it the night before at Jerry's house. It was alluded to in the press conference Mike McCarthy also said I told Jerry I fucking watch every snap from last game. Yeah. <laughs> I did not do that obviously <laughs> so I enjoy that relationship I like the Dallas Cowboys this year a lot more than any other year especially with Zeke and Dak trying to do their thing too many fucking <laughs> dogs, dogs in Philadelphia give me the Eagles give me Sirianni and now for the NFC West a division that has been you know, talked about for the last couple years is Murder's Row. The reigning Super Bowl champions are in there. Number three overall team in Dan Zeus's power rankings are in that division. AJ, we'll start with you. Who do you like in the NFC best,
9: the NFC beast, the NFC West? This one definitely is a little difficult for me between the Rams and the Niners, but I'm going Rams here. Darius. I'm going Rams. Give me the Rams. Clean sweep. Give me the Rams. Take the Seahawks.
0: Okay, that's a no. It's <laughs> that's going to be a no from me just to win the division. So that's that's big. Those are big yeah. odds. I mean, just Jeez. to win the division plus two thousand.
9: Sheesh! It's will take a flyer. Yeah, I nice. mean the Falcons
0: are plus thirty two fucking the hundred. Yeah, that's so they have no face no. in fucking. Everyone he, thinks they're going to be terrible. Artie Smith was getting into it with somebody. Uh, they asked about Desmond Ritter or something. And they kept following up about oof. how many ones or how many reps he'll get with the ones or whatever. And was like, we're not doing this every day. Okay. <laughs> He's not starting like, true. I'm not doing this every single day with you. I enjoyed it. But all right, so we got our picks in for the division. Now it's time to do the MVP hey. oh, yeah. now it's time to pick the MVP here's the odds Josh Allen is leading the way at plus 700 Patrick Mahomes at plus 800 with Tom Brady Justin Herbert plus 900 Aaron Rodgers at a plus 1000 Joey B who will be on tomorrow Russell Wilson Matthew Stafford Dak Prescott round out the top 8 here I believe 9 3 six, eight, nine. top 9 here Darius your selection for the MVP Justin Herbert
5: you already know, no surprises here. I'm going Justin Herbert. Love him.
0: Love him. Everything about him. Everything about him. What about the fact that they've not even made the playoffs yet? And anything like that scare you or no? no. Close games, they end up losing, don't they? And not that yeah. like kinda of yep. the
5: you know, Brandon Staley, rookie uh head coach, like super, super aggressive, but I do like um how much he goes with the analytics, how much he trusts his quarterback in that offense. Um, you know, another year together and then they just load it up on defense. So, um, but I like Herbert, man.
0: I like the Chargers a lot, too. These are just questions I would be asked about picking Justin Herbert over somebody like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. AJ, who are you picking?
9: I like A-Rod here, man. I I just think, honestly. I think he's got chip on his shoulder. He's got the plant medicine coursing through his veins. (laughs) I think he does it for a third time in a row. Ayahuasca a
0: couple years ago finds his love for football again, finds his love for himself, goes on to win a couple MVPs, has another experience down there in the jungle with more ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. He's doing Aaron Rodgers Tuesday again, which is fantastic. Seems to be in a more coaching leadership role with the team, so he's probably in a clear headspace. Feels like he has a little bit more authority that he has earned around town.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He's getting back to, to back, back to back to back. Aaron Rodgers plus a plus 1,000. Everybody knew that's who we were going to pick. Darius, I respect Sheesh. your choice. Josh <laughs> Allen obviously is high on everybody's charts mm-hmm. because of how the season ended last year. 58-yard flick of the wrist in 30-degree weather for, a, I mean, just a beautiful seed from Josh Allen. Yeah. He is the prototype. six foot 6'6", 245, runs a 4'5", can jump over everybody, can throw the ball forever, understands the game well. The team is built around him. So it's a... Obvious reason why he's the odds-on favorite. Patrick Mahomes, already been there. Tom Brady on another revenge tour. Is he oh, coming God. back on his last year to win an MVP? Almost won it last year. All great choices. All great choices. Has there ever been a three-peat winner at MVP? Back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. I don't know. It's a great question.
1: Sheesh, that's I don't no think, way. I don't think so. You, that'd know be, who that'd knows, be crazy. you know
5: who
0: knows the answer to that? Aaron Rodgers.
5: You would not know.
1: Uh, Brett not Brett
9: won
0: two, right?
1: yeah definitely yep, too. To did back. he win three in a row did Favre win three
10: 95 in a row? 96 ninety seven he's the only one okay so favor so Aaron's
0: definitely getting it so that is that is Ooh. definitely happening mm-hmm. you know that is probably something yes all right sweet <laughs> even better No, well, we just watched plus a thousand two right now if you would like to get a little bit of the action let's go with offensive MVP Player of the Year um Jonathan Taylor leads the way for everything and um
2: Justin Jefferson yeah it goes across the top mm-hmm
0: Holy shit! I just got a photo from the uh, from Thunderdome. They have not added light switches, but is, <laughs> there is TVs that are turned on and ah, ready here to go. We, go. we are getting on very close. Justin Jefferson, so high that that's so interesting to me because. This is a non-quarterback offensive award here.
4: Got that, yeah, right? The sure. MVP
0: is the quarterback award. Offensive MVP is who has a great, outstanding offensive year that isn't a quarterback. So I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. How you doing? Keep moving. Matt Ryan knows the assignment. He's going to hand that fucking ball off. we mm-hmm. got the offensive line. He was great last year. He's only going to get better. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's not going to check out any plays. I got Jonathan Taylor, not only because he's the favorite, his hometown guy, because it's the right choice. AJ, your decision.
9: I like Devontae Adams here for this. Man, you think Derek's just going to feed him, huh? I think Josh McDaniels is... An unbelievable play caller. Oh, I think yeah. they're going to find a way to get this dude open. I think even if he's not open, he'll still make plays. And he's got Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and numerous other people. He's taking tough a to li- double A
0: little bit of attention away from him on the defensive side and the game planning side. He might be more open and have more one-on-ones than he's ever had in his entire NFL career. That's a problem. Derek Carr, great quarterback. Will he be able to keep up? Will he be able to feed everybody? We shall see. Devontae Adams, plus 2,000 right mm. now. That sounds like a great bet, actually. Darius, your choice?
5: Well, a big fan of continuity here uh, between the two LSU receivers, Jefferson. Ooh. But I'm going to go with Jamar Chase, better value, plus $3,000. 2nd year with Burrow, really third year, including college. So uh, meet Jamar Chase. Hard to double as well. Good receivers out, around him. So uh, meet Jamar. Absolutely.
0: He would dress awesome at the awards ceremony. Oh, yes. oh yeah. He great would dress so. He has great fashion, great swag. He buys Joey Burrow's clothes. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. So everything nice. we see Joey um, Burr walk yeah. into stadiums wearing – uh, Jamar Chase is bought for okay nice isn't that amazing I like it. Joe says he doesn't even look at it he just yeah oh, whatever chemistry. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna put it on whatever trust he looks super cool he's got that curly hair he's yeah. on tomorrow at 1215 I don't know mm-hmm. how many more times I need to say it very excited very excited very excited Yeah, you should. I think so. I think Mm -hmm. it's a great choice. What's his odds right now, Jamar Chase? Plus Plus two thousand. That's a lot of good, good. tasty. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to defensive player of the year here. This is somebody that's an absolute game record. TJ Watt was last year's defensive player of the year. This year, Miles Garrett is the odds-on favorite. AJ, we'll uh, let you start this thing as the
9: all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers. Who do you think is going to have a massive year? I think Nick Bosa can have a big year, but I'm not going to pick him for this award right now. I have to go Aaron Donald. I think he gets off to a fast start tomorrow night. Um, Darius Butler,
5: your thought? Damn, I was thinking Nick Bosa too, but I'm going to defensive rookie of the year last year. I think he follows that up with an even better year. Ooh. Michael Parsons, Man. Dallas there Cowboys. That's
0: who I was going to pick. So I don't want to pick the same person. Let's zoom in a little bit here. Give me Where's Chandler Jones at? Is he even on there? I nah, he he got Max Crosby on there somewhere. There he there is. is. Plus 6,000. Oh, shit. It's pretty tasty. Give me Chandler Jones. Okay. Give me give me Chandler Jones. If you look at his stats, I think everybody's going to go, holy fuck, how is this guy not the top of this thing? Going to a new home, has a new chip on his shoulder, has a team around him, has Crosby that can eat Shh. blocks on the other side. Look for Chandler Jones to have a disgusting year this year. What are his odds? 6,000. 6, Fucking 6, love it. Let's go.
4: d and- can Jair Alexander, six, plus 6,000 win defense MVP.
5: Me could. It's just so tough at that corner position. Yeah. We got, uh you know, the last guy who's done it with the Colts here with Gilly Lock. But it's, t- mm-hmm. it's really tough to do at that corner position. Well,
0: is T.J. White, White, White? He has a chance to go back-to-back here, yeah, he? I don't oh, see yeah. I know. His brother did. None of us picked him. What's that all about? We don't like T.J.? Oh, that's weird. You don't like T.J.
2: T.J.? Love
9: T.J. <laughs> Doesn't sound like Love him. T.J. Well, I hope you're not him? playing from behind at all.
0: Somebody said. Oh, they're going to be chasing you, think.
9: mm I don't want teams that run the ball. Too oh, much even
0: more, Chandler Jones. You got Patrick throwing a lot. Yeah, you got Herbert throwing a lot. You got Russ moving and throwing a lot. Yeah, he's gonna Let's have to go. Dude.
2: Have to get there quick. What? So those guys are gonna be open. <laughs> <laughs> and every team they're playing. All right,
0: all right, everybody. Need, they're gonna be throwing a lot though. Yes, that's more opportunity. Who knows how many sacks he's gonna? Get? They're, they're gonna have to win though, right, for him to get the defensive yeah. and cover player of the year. Any other picks? What else do we say we're going to do? Uh, Coach the year?
4: Comeback comeback player player of the year. Comeback player of the year. Here we go. Let's
0: do comeback player of the year. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, obviously everybody has eyes on him because he's returning. Derrick Henry was the leader in rush yards like – Seven weeks after he had been injured, or something yeah, yep. like that. That's how dominant he was early before getting hurt. Jameis Winston is in there at plus six hundred. What's he returning from? Just a ACL. ACL ACL injury and a lapse of starting. And he's got new eyes since the last time we've yep, seen that's him. Right. A lot of weapons, same too. team. Michael Thomas is down there. Allen Robinson has gone over to the Los Angeles Rams alongside Cooper Cup. Hey, uh, Darius, we'll let you start this one. Who do you got? I'm
5: down near... Great odds. Julio Jones, plus 5,000. Uh, I, fell,
0: I fell for this last year.
5: Yep, yeah. nope. I'm, I'm back. That was, I was with thinking Tannehill that. in Tennessee. He's in Tampa with Tom Brady yeah. and Alex Guerrero, TB12 method. I think he bounces back. Everybody said Odell was washed when he was out there in Cleveland. I think we get the same story here with Julio. Plus 5,000 comeback player of the year. Lock it in.
0: Man, I wasn't even. I was off the. I'm going to overreact <laughs> to Julio Jones being Julio Jones. Oh, he's, back,
5: he's back in number six, too. Just if that oh, he changed anything. a shitty 80 he got 85, now he's in six. What was he, he doing?
0: What was he doing? I don't
5: know. You know, training camp, a lot of lot of guys on the team, a lot of yeah. guys got their he didn't want to already. ruffle feathers. Yeah. Yeah, just wait till you know, it's,
0: it's some a of these bombs get out here.
4: <laughs> How do you guys feel about Brian Robinson being uh the third shortest odds on the
5: yeah? <laughs> wait, what after yeah. getting uh, after shot getting last shot. week, oh, no. <laughs> you know, you don't know Jeez. when he'll be back. A he's a
2: is he a rookie? Yeah. We can even come back player of the years, right? Well, he got shot and He got shot. got shot and That counts.
0: That's quite a comeback. Yeah, yeah. true, true. Quite. I, true. I mentioned this on the show when it came up that, you know, you never know how you're going to react when somebody comes up to you to try to rob you. Brian Robinson knows that he will fight him. Yep. In mm-hmm. the middle of broad daylight, you're trying to take my car. I'll fight you. And then he got shot for it. And that is – I'm not saying everybody should do that. I'm just saying a lot of us have wondered, you know, when some – bum comes walking down the street here screaming at themselves. I'm like, if this person has a moment of clarity and says, oh, I want to get money from that person, how am I going to react? Am I going to left hook through the jaw? Mm-hmm. Or am I just going to be like, all right, relax, if there's any weapons? Brian Robinson knows. I'm not saying everybody should act that way, but I do believe he des- deserves to be on the comeback player okay. of the year. Yeah, If he gets shot in the streets of D.C. in the middle of training camp <laughs> in a broad daylight. Yeah, i
2: just <laughs> assume if he has a really good year, they're going to give him offensive of rookie of the year.
0: And come back. Good point. Double, usually double they do both. So you're saying let's not waste our time, on Brian. Yeah, I just feel like usually they just give everybody one award. Give me Derrick Henry. Nice. I'll take the odds-on favorite, Derrick Henry. He led the NFL in rushing seven or eight weeks <laughs> after he was on IR. Let's not forget that. Let's in. Who knows what Julio's years like if Derrick Henry's. Mm-hmm. Playing for the Tennessee Titans, too. That's a completely different defense you're facing, I think, all season. Him getting hurt changed the entire thing. They still were number one seed in the AFC somehow. Coach Vrave's going to figure it out with him, Uh feed him the rock. And that's us making prognostications. Good for us. We're a Let's go. Hey, good luck, AJ. Good luck, Darius.
9: Good luck. I'll take Baker for comeback player of the year. Baker? Plus, he was down there. i seen him. Plus 2,000. I didn't make a pick, so that's my pick.
0: Oh, I thought you picked somebody. I'm sorry. I
9: was going between he and McCaffrey, I think. I wasn't really sure, but I want Baker
0: so Go none of it. us have faith Christian McCaffrey is going to remain healthy. No.
9: That's kind of the yeah. – uh, not that we like don't it.
0: like Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Love him. Love him.
9: I think Christian. he runs too hard. Uh, he runs too hard. He wants to punish defenders too much, which I love and I respect, but I just that scares me a little bit. We, we figured that out
0: last year, right? Because we had a same-game parlay <laughs> on him, and then every time I got the ball, it was like he's trying
1: to yeah. – he's trying to explode <laughs> through every – I hope he's got a balance i to bet
5: on I guess, with, with the
0: props. Yeah, it was until well, he got the first same. quarter. Yeah.
1: Also, can guys <laughs> be too muscle-bound? Like, yes. he has so little body fat. He is so yeah. jacked that it's, like, there is no room for air. Like, it, if anything gets... Yeah. yeah, but
0: T.O., yeah. think about... It. There's guys that have been, like, 1%, 2%, 2% body fat. Bob that, Sanders. That's just, like, that's how they are. Yeah, Bob, Bob That Bob got, Bob got hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey got hurt. But there's a lot of, like, guys that are just absolutely yeah. strapped that don't... Tyree Kill. I mean, look at Tyree Kill. Yeah, Kill- yeah. yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. That is... T.O. is another guy. Christian McCaffrey, though, is... I mean, he was created to be a professional athlete. His his mom, I think, professional athlete. Dad, mm-hmm. obviously, professional athlete. Grandma and grandpa, both sides, professional athlete. Olympians. I think, I think like uncles and aunt, like yeah. whole, brothers playing
9: college, right? It's crazy. Yeah. The
0: whole fan, like he is, he was built to be the person he is. Let's just hope he can survive because he's electrifying to watch. That was picking. Hey, good for us David There again. you Go, boys! Let's get the hell out of here, huh? What
1: are we saying? What, what a day today. Tomorrow, yeah.
0: when we wake up tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. Boy, yeah. Ooh. Oh, my oh. God. The oh. air is going to be a little fresher. That's right. The food is going to taste a little bit more mm-hmm. delightful, Kaboli. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell, yeah. <laughs> the water is going to be a little bit more quenching. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. The morning dump's going to be smooth and beautiful. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talking no wipes. No, home one. <laughs> no hitter. Ghost dump. That's tomorrow. Hell, yeah. We'll see you guys in about 20 hours and 50 <clears> minutes. And I promise you, when you see us tomorrow, we're going to be too much. Yeah. We're going to be a lot. (laughs) We're going to be tough to handle. Definitely. We got Joey Burrow tomorrow. We got Andrew Whitworth tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Come on. We have another potential surprise guest coming in in this NFL kickoff Thursday, September 8th. Let's go. Let's have one, one, huh? Here we go. I don't know if the commission joined us, but we will put a request in. Hell yeah. Let's go. Big thanks to Danzus, Kay Adams, and Sal Capaccio and Mark Boli for joining us today. I had a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, college game day is happening. That's Let's go. Busy. Yes. That's yeah, That is pretty big. And we have uh, winners to announce here on this Winners Wednesday. We'll put up the graphic as soon as we get out of here. Hammer. down. Man. We'll be in about 10, 15 minutes. You are the best. Goodbye. See you Mignano.